Comedy Podcast. Welcome to the Raw Comedy Podcast. Brought to you by Bangkok's Weekly Open Mic and Home for Stand-Up Comedy. Tuning in to the Rock Comedy Podcast. Podcast. I'm here with the boys, and today is a specially special day. Uh, we have with us um, content creator with over a million YouTube uh, subscribers. All right, um, world class magician. All right, and also now, philanthropist, and now musical, and now uh, aspiring musical artist, and most importantly, our very dear friend Charles the French. Is with us today. Hey, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in. You're our first guest. How does that feel? Oh, I feel good. Do you see how uh, it's a solid, fluid motion? <laughs> I think I've got the potential. Yeah. Yeah. Are you surprised you're the first guest? Yes. You shouldn't be. You totally deserve to be our first guest. Thank Overdue. you. Um, you deserve to kind of like step up, you know? <laughs> yeah, like now you've really made it. Like yeah. I know you yeah, got oh, yeah, yeah. 1.09 million no, YouTube subscribers, when, when did, but we got 34. And these are dedicated fans. When did, this know, is the biggest. Know. I think this is the biggest disparity in YouTube. That's the like, milestone, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. YouTube's gonna pick up this algorithm. Be like, wait, no, that can't be right. Charles, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Charles no way made it. Does not compute. When did your YouTube channel go like exponential? Where it was just like, holy shit, this is something. Was it one specific video that went viral, or uh, was it just like you working and it just slowly growing? And, uh, and then also this was like, oh shit, it's Bitcoin. So before before YouTube grew up grew up for me, it was uh, I was uh, famous on Facebook because of one video that I did with Tada, which is my friend that I make videos with. Uh, Tada, yeah, let's not forget him, of course. Yeah. And shout Tada, out to Tada. Shout out to Tada, yeah, dude, of course. It's not just what he says after every magic trick. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and I did a video uh, in 2016 about the iPhone 7, and that's one video that just blew up. It got like 50 million views in, in like two days, mm-hmm. and that's when it blew up on Facebook. And then later, YouTube grew up gradually uh, what, along the way. What year? What year did that? What did that? Do you make that skit? 2016. And was that like what? one of the first you, ones? Or? Yeah. Do you remember when we met Charles? <coughs> it was. Uh, I was like, you remember uh, the first time I met you, Charles? You remember the yeah. first time we met? Uh, the first time? No, I remember the first time I met you. Which is, I, I met him first. I met Justin first at an open mic at uh, Comedy Club Bangkok, mm. ah. March seventeenth, twenty seventeen. Nice. So Do you actually seventeen. remember that's? Yes. Oh yeah, cool. You did yeah. a show. You guys. You would remember too, but you were drunk. Probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was. Well, no, I was. I was featuring. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, featuring. I met you at stage time. Do you remember that? And then Tata was filming you, but he was like standing and being really. Uh, What's the word? Like blatantly, like just fil- like filming, walking around everyone. In the oh, because he, yeah, he, he he's very <laughs> cinematic. So he, <laughs> regardless of what and, you guys uh, are experiencing, and I'm like, you guys are definitely much. So how long have you guys been dating, dude? <laughs> <laughs> dating Charles. Uh, Charles, do you know every uh, year of the calendar by what iPhone was released that year? Yes. So you first know the iPhone. Like if I tell you, okay, mm. iPhone five. iPhone five was 2012 September. Okay. It's the best one, by the way. I yeah. think. Yeah, it's still the man. So, like, um, did you do anything in particular to grow your subscribers, or are you just putting out, like, quality content consistently, and then it just yeah, grew just over that, time? Just qu- I mean, what we consider is quality content. Thank you for just, saying that. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like, <laughs> what's, what's the one that popped off, though? There's the, because um, you said, um, well, I was talking before, you were talking about um, when you made the iPhone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he just said that. No, but the, the, right when, when he, he uh, when he made the iPhone, 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 make an iPhone were you like, uh, No, no, it was it was just it was just me. Yeah, just me. Uh, Tim Cook and Tim Cook, and oh. and then just just telling the 
the truth. Like, just, please yes. just buy it. I mean, money. Like, who gives a yes, shit yes. if the cameras are good or not? Just and that got that that picked up on nine keg. Nine gag, yes. Right, oh, right. Nine right. Tag. and that's you guys use nine tag or fuck with nine tag. I in the hours following, like I get phone calls from like newspapers and, and Nine Gag, Mad Bible, all these guys who are like, hey, I would like to repost your video, but please say no to all the other platforms so that we can have the exclusivity and wow. we'll pay you this much for it. It, wow. was, it was a weird, yeah. So awesome. how did you make that decision? Well, hold on, before, how, 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 uh, how, much were they t how much did you turn, or how much uh, did they offer? Like, it was like $200, it wasn't much. Wow. But I, I, I said no to it because for me I was like, oh, just everybody can just share it. I'm not gonna yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's smart. Yeah. Because if they all share it, then you get all the yeah. reach, and then you get more subscribers. Yeah. yeah, there's this girl on TikTok that I follow that just got giant melons, right? She's not that attractive, but her tits are fantastic. And she just started holding up uh, deodorant now, and I'm like, good for her. You know, that's awesome. she figured it out herself. You know what I'm saying? She didn't go to the big deodorant companies. They had to come to her and her what? big milkers. But so are you wearing like the, 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 the sleeveless t-shirts so you can get a... No, this is, last, this, is the last, this is the last shirt that didn't have semen on it in my life. <laughs> I haven't washed my clothes in like two weeks. I have like five this, shirts. This deodorant chick, is she, uh, is it female deodorant or both male deodorant? I don't speak Thai, man. I'm not oh, even Thai looking shirt. at the, I just know she's, she's not doing, even looking at the deodorant. No, she's just doing, <laughs> how do you know, how do you know it's deodorant? It's good product placement. She still has it there. She puts it in between her tits. You wouldn't be able to see it. Those things are lost forever. I'm telling you. That's how they should advertise. I don't speak Thai. Okay, but I want to go do some research. After I'll show this. it to you for, for, the, for next week's podcast. Yeah, she's she could be our next guest. Yeah. <laughs> We're just getting all the influencers. You ever notice now the, the most popular TikTok dances now is just putting one hand up and swinging back and forth, and that's infuriating to that's me. That's stupid. No, no, that's old. But they still, but they do it to other songs now too. All of these dances are retarded. Most of them. Yeah, they really are. What 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 pisses me off about TikTok is it's so like. Everyone's just being a hack. Everyone's just copying each other. Yeah. TikTok. Nobody's being original. But that's, yeah. so that's what helps. I guess that's why they. But it, yeah, right. that's why it's so popular. But yeah. it helps people. It's just so easy. Yeah. So people can be like, I don't even need to be creative. Yeah. It eliminates yeah. that step. It makes me, as a creative, not want to do that because I understand what they're. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. I need to almost. Unless you're that's like a bad idea. Unless you're like subverting it. Like like the one you guys did with that stupid da, 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 and then Chris comes in and punches you and goes no. Yeah, that was, that was you pretty did that? funny. Thank you. No, I yeah, yeah. No. I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were there. You're the one. Who I want to see that. I want to see that. I don't want any part of TikTok. I don't want nothing to do with TikTok. <laughs> you're on TikTok now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. With, with, with but out of, out of most, all of us, you're the one who's on there the most. But I'm not even on there really. I just I made. Like, I remember all of like there's like one day I made like four TikToks and then I just never made it again. Why are you on TikTok now? Yeah, 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 you're moving over. I mean, I, I'm just uploading. It's been like, yeah, I think two months that I'm uploading the skits that we do. Yeah, it got, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Not that many for like eight thousand followers. Do you find that? Can you get people to move? Can you move people from one, uh, you know, media to another? Is it no? Not, it's I, hard, right? No, I, I think they choose what whatever platform is best for that kind of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think mm -hmm. for what we do, they just people think, yeah, it's YouTube that yeah. to watch that type right. of thing. But all things well, are kind of like a <clears throat> commercial for YouTube almost. What? 
Like all things, like all social media is basically an out or like a commercial for fucking. Yeah, I don't know. So for yourself. That's for what I YouTube. Think. Yeah. For you. Okay. Yeah. You, you, TikTok, I think, is a good commercial for YouTube. You know, just try to get them to get over you. Right. It's like a teaser for the yeah. longer content on YouTube. So, yeah, yeah. That's how I would use sure. TikTok yeah, yeah. if I. Yeah, I agree to that. Yeah. So speaking of, of longer content, though, so Charles yeah. just released a special. Yeah, let's talk about that. Comedy. This is absurd. When did it drop? A few days ago, uh, September twenty first, uh, right. October twenty first. It's already got like five hundred thousand views. Yeah, four hundred. That 000, much? But, yeah, four hundred thousand. <laughs> no, I'm just so impressed. Honestly, I'm impressed. Seriously, that's a ton of people. It's a lot of people. I, mean, I, I like in a room. That's what I like yeah, to do. You can't even find a room that big. I just think of a big giant stadium, and it's yeah. like six hundred thousand. Yeah, you ten times more than like Penn State. Right. Imagine this football stadium, and everyone in there is watching your YouTube video. That's right. what, that's how you gotta look at it, bro. Yep. So how much like where did the po- idea? And they pause it, take a <clears throat> shit, and they come back. <laughs> <laughs> where did the idea for this thing come from? Because it must have taken months of planning and work. So okay, so uh, I it did take a long time. Uh, Good question. I started. So first of all, the the name "This Is Absurd" was originally my my new comedy show that I was going to tour uh, in twenty twenty, but because of COVID, that did not happen, mm. and that, that's where I got the name. And uh, in October 2020, I thought of making a funny songs album, a second one, because I already made an album. Uh, what made was that one called? Something about Uranus? Yeah, From the Earth to Uranus. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to make a second album, and uh, and I started writing songs, and then in January 2021, I was like, no, I, they need to be connected somehow. And then I didn't tell anyone about the project. I worked on it. like I composed all the songs, wrote all of them. And then in August, that's yeah. when I told everyone, "Hey, I made it. I why'd wrote you get, this. Let's film." Why'd you get it mastered in England? What? What you got it mastered in England, right? Uh, no, I would, uh, yeah, mastered. Uh, just, uh, just the songs, not the, not the overall thing. Because I could have masturbated on it here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't need to send it all the way to England. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. Here. Ready to just cocked and no, no, I was, I was looking through various profiles of mastering engineers. Uh, to be honest, I've already done it twice myself. Fiverr? Huh? You didn't use Fiverr? Uh, I found the guy through Fiverr. Oh, there you go. And uh, and then, but I contacted him like on his other. Wow. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What do you use to produce the songs? Like I know you play guitar, but yeah. everything else is just like electronic. Or it's all it's all made on a on a keyboard. So with a keyboard, you can do every single ex- instrument except acoustic guitar, which is why I, I learned how to play that. Mm-hmm. What's what's the actual program uh, software? Logic Pro. Okay. So you play piano as well. Uh, I cannot play piano like live and and smoothly like that, but I I just have the knowledge of what chords goes with what. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, with with the program, you can just play, and then you just multiply. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are there any other musical instruments you can play besides guitar? Uh, guitar and a bit of drums. Because like piano and guitar are both string instruments, and like piano is a good one to learn. Yeah. If you right. know piano, then every mm-hmm. other string instrument kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's what I heard about. But that like, so if you know how to play guitar. Like my brother plays piano a little bit. I'd just be like, "Where is C?" Yeah. And and piano, it's all just laid out in order. Yes. So it's like if you know where that is, then I can kind of like transfer what I know from guitar onto the piano, yeah. which I imagine is kind of what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the, the songs are written at the guitar first. All of them are written at the guitar, and then I I go on the keyboard yeah. and I try to. Chris, when you play the skin flute, how do you attack that? <laughs> <laughs> What chord progression? You gotta just get a good. It's like a, it's more like a, a bagpipe where you squeeze the balls <laughs> like the bag. And then, <laughs> and then Dick plays Amazing Grace. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to, I used to play uh, like most Asians. I played uh, uh, a viola <laughs> when I was a viola. From fifth to seventh grade, I've or fifth and sixth grade, I played viola, and. Um, 
no, it does not help you learn other instruments at all. I still don't. I know that this is like, I think if you, I don't know, it's like C, and then if you, A. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was F. <laughs> uh, I just want to see all letters and chords. Yes, yeah. very good. But it's like, yeah, to hit the F note, you got to hit two down. And C is three, and then A is none, but you hit the, the top one. Uh, and at that point, do you get bullied for this? <laughs> I don't know. I remember one like time. How fast did it take? No, like you the, like getting I, to school with your viola. One of the most, one of the most lame, not the lamest, but like one of the most. Uh, I w it's like beyond pathetic. Not not pathetic, but embarrassing. Like it's like when you feel personally. Like, what happened? Ashamed. Um, one time I was walking home from school in like fourth grade or fifth grade, um, and I was uh, I was playing viola that day, so I had a, a viola case while walking home. Right, I had a. My, <laughs> I, had my little, I had my little gay violin case. And um, some kids jumped out of the bushes and uh, tried to jump me or tried to fight me and uh, fuck with me. And I said, "Get, get back!" And I and I and I and I, and I hit him with my violin case. And I felt like uh, I felt like a Jewish musician in the Holocaust. <laughs> like uh, it's like I just felt like uh, that. I, you know I, I just felt I like expect that one. I thought he was gonna say the kid from like Never Ending Story or something. Oh yeah, like, well, it's like a guy. Yeah, right. But, no, but it was like a very, it was a very a deep, Jewish musician. <laughs> that's what, I'm sorry, that's too strong of a comparison. But the, the, <laughs> did you go home and play like sad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like music. dramatic. It was like yeah, exactly. Because that's what that guy would have done. Right. You know, like, 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 like I was just, I felt like I was just getting picked on. But that's how I felt because I was getting picked on for Chris Martinez's instrument. You know. Viola's has got to be up there. The violin is way gayer than the viola. And if you, the trombone, if you play your trombone, that's... Because you've got to look at it relatively, all right? Violin is the gayest of the string instruments. All the six played... There's one dude that played violin, and I was the only dude, actually, that played viola. So maybe that's also pretty gay, too. And then all the dudes play cello. No chicks play the cello. Cello's not gay at all. Cello's pretty cello dope. Is, yeah. But cello's, cello's weird because you got to do this... I mean, any, I, I guess any instrument that has like a low pitch, any that has a high pitch is considered gay in a way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. the viola's got a both. Piccolo. The viola can yeah. go both ways. Like, like a triangle, yeah. like a mandolin, yeah. or a ukulele. Yeah. Oh, ukulele is like a gay, or like a gay yeah. guitar. It's a, just a tiny gay guitar. <laughs> That's from the card. So you can tell you, you know, like, I think uh, from my, the way I use gay, I think like a bagpipe is gay. It's like, ugh, just that's so gay. You said. Yeah. Like just the way I use gay. I know we're you we're saying a, gay as in, a in like a way. joyful. Oh, is sure. That you yeah, right. right. I thought you guys were being homophobic. I like backpack music. Mm -hmm. Do you like really it. like it? Kind of, yeah. I like yeah. it. So when they have the, the, you know, the, the funerals and like, you watch too many cop funerals. There's only two songs on backpipes. There's Amazing Grace and the other one. Yeah, I love the other one. And I've heard Amazing Grace. I've heard beautiful renditions of Amazing Grace where it doesn't sound like cats are getting murdered. Like it's fine. I don't need that bagpipe in my life. You know, that, my favorite instrument is the harp. That's I think to me that's the, the nicest instrument. You ever see harp? Oh, from, from, uh, if I was, uh, I love harp. Place? And what I do is I have every version, every nice song I have, I, or every classical song I listen to, I have a harp version. I love harp music. My sister play the harp. If I was rich as fuck, I would just have a chick, like a naked playing, chick, playing play the harp. harp. 24-7 in my, yeah. in my foyer. That's a good one. In my foyer. Sexy when in in play your foyer. In not my head. If I'm a rich dude in a mansion and I have a harp, she's going to stay in the, the foyer. I have a foyer too. Like, of course. You're not going to be a rich guy with no foyer. Yeah. You need to have a foyer. I once went to a Chinese restaurant in China that had a foyer and a lady with a harp in the middle, but she wasn't naked. It was kind of nice to listen to. Yeah, dude. My sister's got a small harp. But does she play it naked? 
And does he have a phone? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> it's my sister. So? I mean, like, we <laughs> so you have the information. But it's right? beautiful music. Respect your music. Yeah, we respect the music. Yeah. It's actually, is she naked? Was she nah, she's and normally dressed. And she like, probably has been naked. She'll probably like her boyfriend made art yeah. form and stuff. Yeah, she's an artist. She, she collects <coughs> cow, cow skulls. When's the first time you got laid from magic? When's the first time you got laid from magic? Uh, I, was, I was 17. Nice. Nice. Who's the lucky magician guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long did you have to tutor under him? <laughs> <laughs> so what trick did you do? No, that's it. He stole her panties. <laughs> Your panties are funny. No, but you did train with a. Uh, I know he didn't molest you or anything, but uh, to clear that up. But you, you who's your mentor? Did you tra did you train under somebody? Did you have a guy who was just like, uh, let me show you how how to hide the knuckles? In in a way, yeah. So I I I learned magic by myself when I was seven to, and then when I was seventeen, I I went to the U.S. for a year. And there I met a magician who had, a, who had his own theater in a theme park, and he just took me under his wing and he just taught me everything about how to build a show, how to behave with an audience, how to make a crowd work, and yes, like that. all of that. Oh, that's cool. And, Good uh, dude. Yeah, and that's when I realized, oh, wait, magic can get girls too. Because yeah. yeah. before that, magic was just that lonely hobby that I was doing for sure. two hours a day yeah, yeah. in my room with no one. And so that's when you really I played the long game. Yeah, because right, as like a seven-year-old, being a magician is not that cool. You're not going to be getting that much respect from yeah. the boys or anything. Exactly. No, he, no. But then when you were seventeen, yeah. it finally yeah. paid off. Yes. So, yeah, so yeah. when so when you got late because of magic, because you were practicing magic two hours a day, did you increase your number of hours of day of training? No. Wait, no, so you I lost wait, them, actually. Does that mean you oh. lost your virginity because of magic? No. That's no, no, that was. Uh, <laughs> that was bad, bad So it was. It was because no, 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 but had after the virginity loss, I, 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 I had no one. I found no one, For and, then, and then I, and then I found magic. That magic could help, and then ah. that's when you're like, oh, so magic so was got, the whole. You got laid at six because you just said you started magic at seven. Yeah, your uh -huh. math is kind of weird. Yeah, you what? said you said you started magic at seven. Yes. But you just said you got laid before you got. No, but no, but it's possible for him to be laid not because of magic. Yeah. No, we're talking about losing his virginity, not magic. Not magic being used for right. because of magic. But he meant what he I don't. I don't. You, I don't. Yeah. You mean understand? Yeah. yeah. So. So that which is like the, the time when I'm doing a show and and then you're like, oh my god, he's a magician and. Being in the U.S., being a French magician in the U.S., they, they love the accents for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah, they do. And so it was you don't even have a French accent, dude. He's got a yeah. slight, like, because it's just well, going to sound different. You can turn it up, though, right? Yeah. Like, no, uh, no, I could, but I don't. I, that's I where you make ladies in America <laughs> is just to get them drunk on sugar uh, and then pull a card out their ass and then yeah. boom. Yeah. Did, you, did you lose your virginity in America? No. In Australia. In Australia? Oh, how, old, <laughs> how old were you? <laughs> Since 16. <laughs> You lost your virginity. What did you say? Yeah, I mean, that's like well, a, yeah. that's like a twenty-five-year-old in in Australia. When someone says I lost my virginity in Australia, I immediately think, "Oh, I knew I lost." As long as I feel, I feel all right. Yeah, you fine. How's the minge? How's the minge? What's your Australian? No. Oh. So Asian? Have a heavy Australian accent. Asian. Nice. Yeah, nice. So then, I lost like, my virginity to Asian. Uh, Western chicks, like especially like Canada and the U.S. 
Right. Like, if you have a British accent or, like, a French accent or any kind of European, really, oh yeah, it's just panty drops. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It's and it's unfair. Unless it's, uh, like, let's agree because to disagree. Actually, I, I have since all the, the white guys accents, guys really it never works for me. Well, yeah. <laughs> since the white guy in Thailand. You gotta like be. <laughs> no, but nobody, I don't get laid. I've never been laid because of my accent. Nobody thinks a right. Canadian accent and is sexy. Also, Eastern European accents don't. Some people for might chicks like it. it sounds good, but for a dude it doesn't. No, like a chick, like I had, a, I went to school with a ton of Bosnian and Serbian dudes, actually, and uh, they had accents and um, the accents are not that attractive. Time. No, right, right, right. Yeah, but like a Spanish. Hey, your pussy looks so hot in Again. those pajamas. Spanish accent doesn't necessarily get you there. But like a British well, one, because we have like, this thing about a girl that has an accent. Is that sexy to you when a girl yeah, has an accent? Yeah, sure. Like an Eastern European, for sure. Yeah, you yeah. How many people want them in the rush? Because to us, I that's find... a sign of like their disparity. Yeah, that's like, what I would say. I'm yeah. more attracted to like the lower the income, yeah. Yeah, the lower the income of that country, the more oh, I'm like, oh yeah, what's up? What's yeah. Senorita standards low. Yeah. So Charles, go back to um, so using so, was this chick? Did she have any interest in you before you? She how, saw you how quickly picture? after a show? You know what I mean? Like, so, like, maybe she just wanted to fuck you in general. Yeah, or did she? Did she? Did, 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 was she on the fence, and then magic pushed her over the fence? No, no, no. I was, uh, I was performing on stage, and then, and then we just took a drink after, and uh, and then the, the thing happened in, in my dressing room. Wow, nice. Like that, oh, yeah. I've said nice like fifty. Times. I said, <laughs> I said nice. He does nice things. Yeah. I said nice, but only because he said he had a dressing room. I was yeah. like, the guy yeah. had a dressing room. Yeah, yeah. what is it? Magician's got to get dressed. No, because. No, because as a, a magician, I get I get to request those because I'm like no I have props and I need sure, to sure. settle so yeah I get to request those. How hard is that? Like how much? What's the biggest show? Like when you had with the most like shit that you got to carry around? What's the biggest one? Yeah, like what's your biggest uh, trick? Uh, okay, so trick that I was quite proud of. It's uh, it, it oh, wasn't yeah. in the U.S. It was in Thailand. Okay. We did uh, Thailand and I. We did this. We did this charity event, but. They let us design the stage and everything the way we wanted it, so we, we thought let's do something very big. And uh, so basically, long story short, the illusion. I was on stage. I was wearing like wearing like a, an animal mask or whatever, and uh, doing some tricks with an assistant on stage, a, a lady assistant. And then later, when the mask came off, it was a me was Tata. And for me, I was at the back of the escalator, like waving at everybody. So oh, it's sick. something I've always wanted. Oh, I was like the prestige, prestige shit, yeah, dude. I always wanted to do that. Yeah. Cool. That's so sick, How, dude. In, so, a, in Magic World, sorry, Rick, I talk quicker than you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in Magic that's World, that's why I never get late. By the way, it's just, I'm always like, ah, uh, uh. that's the reason. Yes. Uh, in, in Magic World, I know people make magic acts and then like sell them to other magicians and yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. How often, like? Uh, how often do you like? Do you like? What's that world like? Do you go around? Is it like a Reddit site? And it's like, you want my trick for free? You know, like or no, 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 no. no. They are. Do you have to go get permission? You're like, hey, I want to put this in my act, and you're like, you call up the dude, and you're like, hey, I want to do something similar to that. So basically, that... from from the moment that a trick is on sale, like in a magic shop or whatever, you pretty much have the rights to perform it. But if you want to perform it on a, on TV or on special or in championships, then you should ask the permission of the creator nice. and tell him, hey, I'm, I want to perform that trick, but I'm going to change it, do that with it. And but just so you know, I'm taking your original principle because all the right, right. all magic tricks have are you pretty much using very similar principles, sure, mm -hmm. and it's just variations. Yeah. 
I watch. Uh, just the way you present. But when you I watch Fool Me with uh, Penn and Teller. Fuss. Yeah. yeah, that too. So like, you look like Penn Jillette, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so our our magician before he went on a diet. Before the diet, <laughs> our magician's kind of like you know, he kind of looks like. Penn. I look like both like. <laughs> I look like Penn. Um, before and our after. magician's the same way as comedians in that like. You guys are protective of your material, and like if you see somebody kind of like it's like a hack move to do something too similar yeah, yeah, to yeah. another magician, or yeah, uh, we are like that. If if we are presenting an original act that we are not putting on sale, mm. because most of the time if we come, if magicians come up with a trick, like for me, I came up with a trick that I put on sale, but I was fine with people performing it. That's why I put, it, put it on sale. sale. Yeah, for sale. Yeah, and. Um, but my original acts, they, this is just they're my ideas, so I just keep them as, as mine. How, how many tricks do you have, you think, if you could count? That I can do. Well, is it also, I'm trying to equate a, a trick to like a joke and, and count. Yeah, how many minutes so do you like, have? Yeah. So like in, in stand-up, I could, I don't know how many good jokes I have. Maybe, you know, no one you know right. You can count them on one hand. How many but, uh, jokes or tricks do you have? But I mean, like, do, are some tricks like unfinished in a way? You know, like, you know how sometimes we have a premise and it's like, I'm still working on it. Yeah, so it's, like a, oh, yeah. so it's like a joke or a yeah, trick. It's like, oh, I can't find the ending or the reveal. Of course, yeah, no, I have, I have those acts that I have never wow. done anything with, yeah. So it's like the That's same crazy. shit as like, oh, the, I know this premise is What's, funny. I've yeah, never yeah. been able to make it work. Or, yeah, or keep it in the back and then someday. Oh, I, yeah, oh, I know this trick is good, but I just, I don't have the jokes around it. So I don't, I don't know how to make it play for like, for like a hundred people. How to work it into your other exactly, tricks. Yeah, yeah, it would, I don't know about you, but for me, if I was a magician, I'd be freaking out black people all the time. Why aren't you doing that more often? Like going to the hood and being like, and getting the guys to just do this shit. Black people react. People do that because they black people react. are the best reactors. They, yeah, they react so well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would. That would be if I was a magician. I would just play the black rooms, which yeah. is the opposite of me as a comic, where I'm just so terrified of them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No, I'm just, I, I wish I'm trying to be funny. I wish I performed. <laughs> sorry, for, sorry guys. That's sorry, that's, 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 that's what we do here. <laughs> I wish I performed for those people in the U.S. Don't call those people though. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Cancel. We might cut out. Sorry, sorry. No, but you know what I mean. And uh, no, in the U.S. I, I, I love performing uh, for you people. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I mean, you, you know what I mean. It'd be funny because they, if they love your show, and I'm like, oh, this is great. I love performing for you people. And just just like, room full of angry faces. But it's not like they're like, like Steve would love that. You know, yeah. Uh, see what we did, we did one show. Thanks for referencing the one black friend I had. We did one show that was organized by Binky. Uh, from up in Chiang Mai, and it was here in Bangkok, and it was like eighty percent black people. Yeah, I and uh, we we both did really well. Yeah, it was and there's something like you're extra proud of yourself because it's a room full of black people. Well, it was just more. Well, it wasn't even that. It was more of this like, oh, like, I, I'm, I'm. Uh, well, it's like we don't we don't get to we normally get to hang out with. I think the difference between a black room in Thailand and a black room in Detroit or New York, it's not, it's not probably different. Be pretty different. That's right. Why, that's why when you hear those stories. That's but at the end of the day, it's they're not. I don't see them as. Uh, they have different sensitivities, 
and uh, so it's nice to know that we're validated. Even well, it's just nice to get that seal of approval yeah, from a different. It would be like audience. playing in a room full of fucking chicks, or like playing in a room. Yeah, full but of how much better people. would it be if you got you the same I mean? reaction if you told a joke and then they all reacted the same way? A magician, react, like if everybody lost their shit. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and then, then they always change locations. Yeah, like yeah, run around, run around, and try to get more people. Hey, let's it. let's do street jokes instead of street magic. Just walk street around saying jokes to people. Like, but then you just circle around it. Like, hey, here's premise fun. So Charles, um, yeah. so you're saying, so Somebody. in 2020 you were planning this kind of musical comedy show, yeah. and you were going to tour that. Yeah. Does that mean you were putting it was it, there was going to be no magic, and it was all just going to be musical comedy? It was just going to be musical comedy, and the different end, segues. Yeah, yeah, and the, the end was going to be magic, just just the finale, because I like to have a finale that kind of surprises people always in shows. Yeah, yeah. unpredictable. So, yeah. Sure. so the finale was gonna was going to have magic. But mm. yeah, just musical comedy, because uh, you know, touring, touring that magic show, that comedy magic show is it's quite it's uh, it takes like three hours to prepare the venue before the show. Just mm. it's very exhausting. As opposed to just bringing your guitar. Yes, exactly. Just do a sound check and then you're ready. Yeah, but you get still paid the same amount, right? And you get paid Those the same amount. Still pay. You don't yeah. even have to you do the, the same, same work. Is <laughs> magic is magic easy for you? Not easy, but like. Uh, is it like, um, for instance, if you have a deck of cards in your hand, like how far? How like it's just muscle memory at this yes, point. Yes, muscle memory. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you always have like an out if something just, doesn't work? Yeah. Uh, I mean, most of the time I come up with it on the spot, but if uh, for like a big show, like on stage, yes. Because I've because I've seen your shows and you're like, oh, I fucked this trick up so badly. And yeah, I was but like, you didn't even I notice. Didn't Dude, notice. there's this one trick where you pulled a wine bottle out of fucking nowhere. It's like. He just did that, and like the white bottle just appeared. And I was like, Justin drank all. I was like, Why is it like this? Yeah, I'm impressed by that. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like seeing the wine bottles disappear. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of that show was when, uh, in the beginning, when you said no flash photography, and Justin's like, Also, you can't take pictures with kids. <laughs> yeah. So we did a show for kids, and then Chris showed up, and we're I was just, there too. Well, you didn't. You you stayed downstairs though. For some right. Reason. Right. And you must oh. have came up later. Oh yeah, because okay. we were there like. Oh, yeah, I saw it twice. That's why. We, we, we were there like pre-show, yes. yeah. and and it's just a room full of kids and parents, nice-looking right. people, nice families, and then me and Chris just dirtbags in the back. <laughs> wow. So we're like the parents are going to be so concerned about <laughs> right. like what are these dudes doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was very high. It was yeah. uh, it, that, that was a fun run, by the way. Yeah. That run of shows that was. That oh, was oh that's so cool to play in front of kids. Very happy. I think. Yeah, I think that's like awesome when you can make the parents enjoy themselves and us dirtbags. That, that, that was the point kids. of the show, yeah, trying to make everybody enjoy yeah, it. It's what, super I, what I found funny though was Charles was kind of a dick to the kids. Yeah, he, he was. was totally totally a like, dick to the kids. Like, yeah, yeah. he's this little cute little three-year-old girl or four-year-old girl, and he's like, ah, and then she kind of started crying a bit. But no, it was does, great. Does that and then like he smashed a balloon in the kid's yeah. face too, pretty hard. But it's a balloon, so, so it doesn't matter. When you do that, do I did. Uh, I might have just been fantasizing about too much. That was a big show we went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 so when you're mean to kids, does it does it do you actually get a positive reaction from the parents or are you like telling them what they'd love to tell their what? kids? Like are, yeah, it's, you it's, send some satisfaction. It's, it's a mix of both. From what I've seen, it's it's not like he's mean, but it's more like he's no, it's mean to get a laugh because all yes, oh, right, it's an act, it's an act, and also like the parents are seeing it, and it's more like. This is his attitude about doing magic for kids, and the parents pick up on that. 
kind of too. Yeah, I mean, what, once I've understood, like, it's the, funny, it's an act though. My persona and Tara's persona, then they yeah. sort of because it's two persona. Yeah, yeah. Tara's like the very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Tara's yeah. And we're going against each other. That's what makes it funny too. Right. Have you? Uh, yeah. Has a has a parent ever come to you and asked you to tell the other parent about like their kids about getting a divorce? Like you could actually do that. You know, right, that'd be a good way to announce it. Like, son, <laughs> we have something to tell you. Yeah, we're getting uh, a divorce. Yeah. Charles is going to tell you. Your mother and I want, just wanted you to know that uh, it's entirely your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, neither one yeah. of us love you. But we hired a musician and YouTube star, Charles the French, <laughs> to explain it to you in more detail. <laughs> your parents are divorced, though, right? No, no, my parents are like love each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The coolest trick I think you do is that floating table shit. I have no idea. I'm like, is it I know how it's and done. Then, and then I keep I asking him, like, oh, oh, is it a fishing wire or what? And he, he's like, if you get it, I'll tell you. It's his, ere his erection is holding the table. Oh, yeah, okay. How cool, many, how many birds? He got birds now. Yeah. How long have you been working with birds? Uh, There's pets now. There's pets. They're yeah, not even like pets. But how long? And part uh, of his life. And how has your life changed now that you become more... <laughs> that you have a bird handler. More feathered friends. <laughs> Uh, I, I started working with birds in 2015, and uh, I don't know. It just just makes me more patient, I guess, because it, mm. it it's like it's something you can't control. Like the, the birds are trained to just to to be nice to me, pretty much to yeah. to be their hunting, pretty much. So, but they're still birds, and they're, they're still stupid sometimes. You can't help it if they just want to fly away. There's nothing you yeah, can tell yeah. them. And uh, it just makes you more patient because I, I kind of like this the fact that. That's the one element you can't control. Sure, it's wild it's just, card. Yeah, yeah. It's, what happened? Because like I saw two versions of you pulling birds out of your pocket, and one time one of the birds didn't work out, right? Yeah. What happened? The bird <laughs> just got out, like just started walking around your vest. Uh, okay, well that's telling the secret of it, but no one. Oh wait, no, I'm uh, sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Was it in Magic World? Was it hard to summon from Magic World? It was. Uh, <laughs> it was at fucking Hogwarts. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, it just happened that the. Yeah, the, the, the bird just how many of, how many birds can you fit on you at one time, like without anybody noticing, without spoiling your show? Eight. Can you get more? Are there ways to get more? Uh, no, no, it's eight. Can you, but how many children can you hide in your coat? Realistically, it's six, but I can push it to eight. Okay. Charles, can you is uh can you just do something fast with your hands so we can just see how fast your hands are? Oh, thank you. <laughs> it happened. Didn't you no. see it? Question <laughs> is that what well, he's you saying like do magic? But just no. use your hands. Uh, do something cool. <laughs> wow, that's a good trick. Uh, you're, you're, you're very quick. You're very quick. You're very quick. Yeah. Would you be able to like be yes. a pickpocket? Like, would you? Yes. Be a, yeah. Are you quick in bed too, bro? Uh, <laughs> quick in the are you a to get her in bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my question. Um, I want to talk about. Um, Tada, how did you meet Tada? And also, Tada, if you're watching this, we gotta have Tada on one day too. Yeah, just yeah we will. Get his well, yeah, let's just have more people on the he's podcast. Like, he's, he's less awkward than me too, so you guys will have a better he time. He seems a lot nicer than you. He's way nicer. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, uh, he's, he, he's sort of. Uh, yeah, how did, you meet, how did you meet Tada? And how was. Uh, so, when he lost his virginity. How did you guys meet yeah, <laughs> No, Tada and I, we met, uh, it was at our university. They had they have this uh, yearly event, like this huge event. And uh, there was this. Uh, in this event, there's like, there's a spot for whatever local act wants to come in, right? University act, oh, and cool. uh, and the problem is that everybody who auditioned was a dancer or singer, and they said, now we need something new. So they went up to me and said, hey Charles, we know you're a magician, can you do a magic act? 
when you won Magic Act, and they also went up to Tata and they told him the same thing. And we no, both said yes. One. So you guys yeah. fight? They broke a stick in front of you. No, no, no. And, they say, and so they, and so, <laughs> so we're gonna have and, and so they, they they accepted both of us. So they they just had him at uh, opening, kind of opening the show, like second in the lineup, and they had me last in the lineup. So that it was kind of very. The show is like three hours long. It's, yeah. it's full of it's full Excessive. of acts and yeah. And then we met backstage. So basically, when he got off stage, he was getting his round of applause. I was arriving to be on standby. Mm. So I didn't see his act, and he didn't see my act. Yeah. Uh, but we just, I, I just saw in the lineup that there was another magician, and he just said, "Hey, are you Charles French?" And then we just hung out after. And we were so, I was so surprised. Uh, we were both surprised to f to find another professional magician of that level in the in, univer in sure. university. Yeah, because usually yeah. when you meet another magician, he's like a beginner. He's been doing yeah. it for five months, and so we got open mic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here we, we we met, and we're like we're both like very uh, like we've been actual professionals, like working professionals, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just so we clicked right away. Uh, uh, are there like open mics for comedy or for uh, for magic? Like where there's like hacks going up and what? their tricks suck and. Yeah, it's oh, called the State yeah. Fair. And they're misogynistic. Uh, have you ever, what's it, what, tell us about open wood, mic, uh, sure. magic open mic. Or do they, they call it Magic the Gathering? It's, when they it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's a magic event, not, not a game, but yeah. So it's, uh, it's just like all magicians, we just come, we just meet, we just hang out. And then uh, there's more, some important or famous magicians in a way who, who, come, who come along. And uh, and then some people just there's a stage with a table, a screen if you want to do like like a camera and a screen if you want to do card tricks. And yeah, we just show like a bunch of tricks. How, how many magicians claim they were invisible and that was their trick, but they were there and never show up? Shut up, Rick. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a good question. What's the difference between, in your words, what is the difference between magic and mentalism? Uh, how are they different? Okay, well, th there's a joke in magic that we always say is we always say mentalist is. A magician who doesn't practice. Because it's like, <laughs> no, because it's, it's true that the, uh, mentalism is once you have the secrets, then it's all about how you deliver it. It's all about delivery. It's how do you get, how do you learn how how do you learn mentalism? Because you can learn that, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah. You, you do. You're not a good person <laughs> to know those hours. No, you're gonna be tell, me, tell me, uh, tell me in the name of a kid from your childhood, and um, Michael Montanez. Oh wait, I was supposed to guess Michael Montanez. Here, write write the right, 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 name of a kid down on a piece of paper. Yes, Rick. Yes, Rick. Write the name. Write the name of. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the secrets. Do people pay for the secrets, or how the how are they how are these secrets disclosed? Yeah, you can you can find them on. I mean, you can find most. You can learn mentalism just by buying a mentalism book and imagine. You know how you can you know you can like take a gun and rob someone for money. You can like give me your fucking mentalism. No, no. We know that you put up a million dollar bounty that anybody could actually do magic. That you'll pay them back. Is that how's that going? Has anybody came to claim that million dollars? No. Okay. <laughs> That's something that I just made up. No, but you. you, you no, you. you, you what you mean is a telekinesis? But it's so it's not so it's not witchcraft. Is it? No, it's not. It's not no, actual no, no, magic. No, you don't have to be born with it, <laughs> like no, in but, Hogwarts. But rules. honestly, if if you uh, because ma magic in general is uh, I mean actually what I do is is very it's very technical. It's full of like the, right. Well, it's, it's the sleight of hand yeah, that goes yeah, yeah. along with it. Mentalism, it's uh, its really how you deliver it. Okay. And actually, if you start learning mentalism and you do your first trick and you really sell it, uh, like as in performing well, once you get that very first reaction, that oh, amazing, amazing, amazing right? reaction, it, it, it becomes a drug. So if you're like, oh, I need to have that reaction again, so you're going to practice yeah. it even more. Same as, same as getting laid. Exactly. Like, I think it's, it's, exact, it's that like feeling. Yeah. Getting laid with magic is so... 
I mean, it's, it's funny because you're using your with mentalism, right? And if you're really an addict, you do both. So you get less and amazement. Yeah. But it's like, all right, so for instance, with, <laughs> with mentalism, if I, if, if I guess the name of your childhood best friend from when you are five years old, you're yeah. blown away and you don't, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to forget I that. I would be blown away because I had no childhood friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I would say. I was like, <laughs> you didn't have any. <laughs> like, you didn't have any childhood friends. So, oh my God. This <laughs> guy. But like when a girl fucks you because you're a mentalist, right? It's like she's fucking you because she thinks you're magic or special or something. But in reality, Actually, you just manipulated. I, I don't know what goes it's on. It's because you're on stage and you've done something impressive that has impressed a lot of people. How yeah. do you think people who impress yeah, people just, get it's more of like a, you're that, a high status yeah, individual? It's like this guy can do that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But so do you think you think you can pull around? I can think people out of my ass. No, no, no. I'm gonna say, but it would be nice that you, because like, listen, if you learn. I'm not gonna learn magic. I'm not gonna spend ten years learning Think about you doing, how to. When I you, can't do anything. We learn how to do the like cigarette shit. We learn how to hide the cigarette. Oh, the cigarette! And we learn some other bullshit stuff. We right from uh, the Turkish. What's his name? What was his name? B. Uh, B, dude. Yeah, shout out to B. Yeah, and then Turkish you were doing that in front of girls for like two months. Dude, that's no, so no, funny. No, no. You, so you, you learn to hide a cigarette. Yeah, and then you immediately regretted hiding it because you wanted to smoke it, so you reappeared it. <laughs> I kid. How do you do it? Okay. Oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah. You were impressed when I showed you. Yeah. yeah. So, Charles, when did you decide to combine magic with comedy? It just, it just happened. I, I guess I just every time I just stepped on stage to perform a trick, I, I sort of enjoyed yeah. making actually it entertaining. Funny. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. there aren't really that yeah, many. Yeah, I know it really hurts. I know it sucks. But. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> no, but I, I, I couldn't help yeah. doing jokes. I, I cannot be serious on stage. I, I don't know how to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually there, trying to run for president when I became a stand-up. I, I can't be serious on stage, it's called bowling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a smart move to make because there aren't any like dedicated magic venues. Yeah. So now you just have you ever clubs. how about bomb have you ever bombed? What's what's uh, I know you everyone bombs, right? But what's um give us a bad a bad bomb story that, that resonated that, that resonated with you. Yeah, it's a magician. Yeah, yeah, well, like when a trick went really bad. Have like you ever had like a bomb? You actually cut the woman in half. Like a trick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, okay, I'll remember that. Uh, it was uh, it, it was actually, it was last year. Uh, I was doing a show. You were there. Oh, so that's the show I was there? You saw me bomb. Okay, okay. And, uh, oh, wait, Rick was the bomb. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but, but, no, no, but bomb. so it, it was uh, it was at one of uh, Trish's events that she's watching. Uh, hi, Trish. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was at one of her events, and so she had she had me on. Oh, that okay, yeah. And yeah, and uh, and I was I, I was like sort of late in the lineup, like I think just before her or two acts before her. She was headlining, of course. Also, she thinks, and uh, <laughs> and and so she had invited me to be on. It was my first time doing one of her events, and I see front row. I see uh, my ex boss. Being in the front row, oh, so it was a, it's someone I used to work for, and things did not end well. And anyway, so I see her in the front row. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing here? Yeah, we were at the back. Yeah, Charles was like, and that's my boss. Yeah, I was in front of her. Yeah, I was already what? shook. Yeah, I was already shook. And and oh, no. and then and then someone someone tells me I was like, who's that? And, and and someone tells me, oh, it's Trisha's roommates. I was like, oh, okay, okay. No wonder they, they found each other. <laughs> and, wow. so anyways, uh, and then I, wow. I see I see Rick go up. I see uh, Christy go up. I see everyone do well. Everyone but Christy. I, 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 so. I see everyone do so well. And yeah, then and, and and then and I walk up to all the comedians. Like I was kind of like showing off. I was like, that crowd is so good. Watch me kill. I'm gonna destroy everything. 
Like if you guys. Yeah, that's that, never the attitude I'm, I'm you gotta like, have. I, I was. I don't know why. I was so. You were nervous. Yeah, nervous. I was nervous. I was nervous too. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do so well. So, okay. And then she announces. She announces to all the French, and I go up, and then I, and then I, I start doing my my trick. I do my first joke, which was, which is, I did that. It's a silk joke. I don't know if you guys yeah. And that gets zero. Nobody's laughing at that. Yeah. Shit. Really? I've never seen that not work. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing it. And then, uh, didn't work. And then they're like, wait, what? <laughs> Okay. But uh, all right. All right. you have to go like it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is terrifying. All right. When you have your first joke, I'm doing more different. and more jokes. Like same same re- like at some point I, I do uh, I I do you remember that thing I spread cards here I catch them yep. yeah, yeah. and and then, and then I reveal that they're all attached. Yeah. It's like when I reveal they're all attached, people are like. <gasps> He revealed they were all attached. Yeah, so this he, crowd was just like, a sense of humor. They were just stupid, which explains and then, why and then, all these and other and I, and, I my, my, and I could see my and I could see my ex boss with her boyfriend going like, "This guy told me this sucks. It's not good. That's why. That's why I couldn't keep that guy." And, and, and he kept staring at her boss. And, 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 and I just looked. And then and then I'm like, "All right, all right you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna cut it short, and I'm just gonna do my classic act of like you know, the cock to mouth that yeah, I yeah. often do." And that one, I'm like, I can't, I can't bomb with that. I just know it. And so I, I, I wow. take, I take a girl, I take the girl who looks, who looks the least drunk, and she comes on, and she's drunk, and she could barely speak English. She couldn't speak oh, English, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she was Spanish, and she could not speak English. Oh, I was like, fuck, what the, <laughs> the fuck was I getting into? And, That's just so much bad luck. Yeah, and the and like, and like, I'm like, please shuffle the cards. And she takes a card, she just drops all of them on the floor. <laughs> wow. Fucking like 52 pickup. Yeah. And then so I pick them up, and I'm like, pick a card, and she grabs my dick. I was like, it's like, it got wow. everybody to laugh, but for nice. me, I was just annoyed. And I could see all of you guys in the back going like, <laughs> <laughs> you were having the time yeah, of your life. I was having the time of my life. It was just so brutal. It was just and I was looking at you guys like I can't, I can't do it, and you guys were laughing even harder. Oh yeah. <laughs> hilarious! Yeah, but it was out of your discomfort. It was just yeah, yeah. you were just like just pain on stage. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen something so bad ever. <laughs> so it really was as bad as he's saying. Wow. It's terrible. It was terrifying. It was, it was just he was just nervous. It was, it was like he seemed like he was sweating. Yeah. And he was like, was he, his so act was all over the place, and he was visibly nervous. Wow, visibly nervous. Yeah. Yeah. You think it was all because of the boss though? Or because the audience too, or the comedy. I think it was a combination of both. I think my my attitude changed too, like my my overall mood because I knew who was in the audience. That changed. Yeah, the yeah, energy. Right, right, yeah. And and like I mean, wow. I could see like you know, I when I got on stage, I was smiling and I could see my boss. She was clapping and she went like, yeah, and she sees but, me and she's like. I mean, but to, to be fair, so that's, it was a pretty it was a pretty small room, and your boss was almost at the front, fully lit. So like, yeah. were, she was just staring I, at him. I, and I could, could just see her. Yeah, and yeah, she had she had a light in her face too. So like, every time I was looking at the audience, then I, I couldn't help like just and, and she's just like staring at you like. <laughs> sounds, like that sounds annoying. And she I, sounds like a, a non artist. I've I've seen Charles perform yeah. countless times, and I've never seen you bomb. Fully, I was because the magic always saves it. So I've seen it like you do it, a right, joke right. and then the joke doesn't land, but then you do the trick and yeah. they're just amazed because it, it yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So I it's remember. weird that you weren't able to save it with just yeah. like your pure and that, that's one of the, that's one of the surprising things. Yeah, yeah, too, because like the, the nobody was focused on the tricks anymore. Everybody was focused on that drunk girl who was like just trying to. <laughs> she was trying everything to make me fuck up. Yeah. Do you ever go on a bad date where like and you try to save it like a set and start pulling out magic tricks? No. If the girl's walking out and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you no, have a couple, yeah. 
I would say, uh, I remember you had a couple rough shows um, when we were in Vietnam together. Do you remember? Back in Nam? Back, back, back in Nam. Back in Vietnam, I... We had, uh, you had rough shows, I said. <laughs> what you were talking about. What, what, what was that? I remember. Back there was one of Backpackers. Like, that like, was the worst every, show. Everybody I was know. bombing. I, 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 yeah. I, I, went, I went up and I, I didn't bomb. And then you go up and nobody was listening to you. And, you, and like you tried to pick it up. Like You, oh, you wow. stood on a table <laughs> yeah. to try to get everybody... And and it's just, it's just I sit on so a table. I sit on a, a table. Started roasting people. And, yeah. Uh, so like five percent of the room was into it, and everyone else was like, oh, "Fuck you, asshole." Yeah. We already saw the magic, and like we're we're already satisfied. Well, it's shitty to have to follow Charles. Oh like, it no, makes sense to have like a break after his thing. But so yeah, that's what happened. So I, dude, I'll never forget. I remember being at uh, we did a show at a peony. It was at this bar in um, Hanoi. Yeah. And um, yeah, that late show. Yeah. Right. It was a late show, and yeah. you remember you did a set. And it was great. You did, you did. I think you you did, you just said it was it was good, but the audience was so shitty. But you somehow the yeah, was because, because, because because there, there was one guy in the front row who was who was kind of heckling, and I just went I went straight at him. So like all the tricks that I was doing, whenever I was amazing, someone I was, I was like, hi, you like that? Shut the fuck up now, okay? And yeah, I just yeah, kept yeah. going. Like I was just like I was, and that's sort of what made everything funny. It's because yeah. I was doing my tricks, I was nice to everybody, and as soon as I was making eye contact with him, I was just insulting. Yeah, him. yeah. Everyone, so it's like, and people. That's what you should have done with your boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. No, but no, but because the, the boss was not. Sh- for anyone else in the audience, he was nice. Yeah. Yes, yeah, for right. that, for that one show, I saw, he was well, I, I saw these people, like, they were so skeptical. And Charles, like, I, I literally saw the them change in their face. Like, as soon as he did a trick, they're like, oh, shit, this guy is actually good. Legit. This yeah. guy is fucking good. That's always fun. And then the host started a fight with some dude. Oh, <laughs> my God. No, because, like, who, it's, it's a show that had, what, three hosts? Yeah, they're and like, like the host just kept changing like time to and it's like the last confusing. Oh, and, 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 and yeah, and then the, the last host yeah. he came on and and I, I we asked the producer like what, what is he going on and he's like oh because I felt bad for him so I just let him host for a bit and <laughs> so he's hosting right, and then right. there was one guy talking at the bar and he just starts saying hey shut the fuck up I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you and he just <laughs> got off stage and he just went to beat him up everybody had to stop him. This sounds like a cool so violent. Do I know him? Uh, no, it was, no. Like, it was um, deep in Manoy. He's a nice, he's a nice dude. Yeah. He's from Texas. His name's um, uh, something. Something like M, I don't know. <laughs> it's cool. good. Why, um, yeah, I've done Mark. that multiple times. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I haven't talked to him once, but he's a, he's a nice dude. Fight? And he and he nice. get off the stage, be like, all right, when I'm done with this and mic, he, I'm coming to talk. He apologized. But here's the thing. He, uh, he I was headlining that show. I was supposed to. I was the last. You were headlining Yeah, it? I was the last yeah. guy on the show. Craig Schwal? Uh, Craig? Craig, 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 the host was some, it, it was, a, it was a, like, the host had just taken up the host, the, the hosting gig, like, randomly, it was, it was a new host, and he, did, he just started hosting, and he's like, alright, and your next comedian is, and he didn't even learn the name of the comedian, the next comedian is, what? Craig Craw, okay, Craig Shaw, everybody. Shout out to Craig Craw. Did Craig address it? No, 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 Craig just went straight to his bad hand joke. It was straight to his bad hand joke. He told me, I love Craig. He listens to this podcast. Yeah, Craig. Shout out to Craig. Craig. Craig's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He spent the night in my hotel room that day, by the way. Remember that hotel room? Yeah, the nice ass hotel room. They upgrade, yeah. I remember that. We, me and Steve yeah. went over to, uh, we were staying in some hot stuff, dude, and we go to visit Charles, and he's like in this fucking penthouse suite, like, ba- basic, basic, <laughs> in the yeah. nicest hotel in Hanoi. Yeah, like, no, I, I, it, it was a nice thing, but they had a great, I had, I booked the shittiest room possible, except two people had booked it at the same time, 
So they were like, sorry, we only have well, one left. We only have the president presidential suite left. Is that okay with you? And, yeah. I, was, and I had to be like, okay, fine, I have no choice. You know what? And it was just, it was just yeah, the menus. So Remember that thing? It was huge. Yeah, they had two rooms. That was so much fun. They had, they had like three bedrooms, and I was, I, I just invited, I I invited everyone to sleep over. I never sleep over. I never even seen one to go sleep. I slept in a bunk bed. <laughs> <laughs> I invited the guys, and I just went to sleep somewhere else. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Who, who had the top bunk? I did. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big brother move right there. I'm a top bunk. I'm a top bunk dude for sure, always. But Vietnam was a very, very fun. That was, that, so that was fun. a very fun trip. That, that was, was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, dude, that was so much fun. I'm trying to think about anything else. I mean, I, I, yeah, coming back to the bombing thing, uh, that's that was not even my worst bomb. Mm-hmm. So I had I had a, an even worse bomb. I was uh, I was 15, and that, that dates dates back. But anyways, I was uh, it was in France, mm-hmm. and I was. Uh, it was the the yearly show of my of my village. So I lived in a, in a town, two thousand people town, and every year they had they have this one big show. Wow! And uh, and they had and every year they changed the host and everything. And when I was fourteen, they hired me to be the host, and I was the highlight that that year. That I got a standing ovation from the audience just as a host. It, got, it felt weird. So they went like, okay, next year we're gonna hire this guy again, and so they hired me again. And there was a lot of competition. Many other people wanted to host the show, and so I got it. And I was a 15-year-old host. Like, what is this village of superstar host? And, and, <laughs> and, so, and so I was, uh, I was hosting it. Host. I was hosting it, and it's a show that that's three hours long. So you have to wow. really, you have to really be uh, energetic um, and stuff. Yeah. Tough. And so basically, for me, I write all my jokes for all the acts. I write also backup jokes. I write 20 minutes extra in case something goes wrong. And nothing was prepared that year. So I go on stage. And then I, I start doing my jokes and stuff. I start getting to know. I get to know the audience, and then I see the producer on the side with a sign that says, "Hey, hey, can you can you can you wait like like ten more minutes because the first act is not ready." And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Fine. So I do all my jokes, and then and then uh, I see uh, I see another sign that says, "Okay, uh, first act canceled. Second act needs five more minutes." <laughs> so I just keep improvising, and uh, and it goes well. And the first half of the show goes well. And then there's a break. Uh, at the break, there's uh, people who come to me who say, hey, very good job on the first half. Like, we, we want to hire you for another another one. And the second half of the show goes on. And that's when everything just went fucked up. Uh, so I'm doing my jokes. And at this point, I'm improvising. I'm going off stage, just talking to the audience and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm getting mad at everybody backstage because everybody's being so unprofessional. There's one point, but the audience does not know that. Know that. And there's one point I announced an act. It was a stand-up comedian act. I go backstage. The sound guy forgets to turn my microphone off. <laughs> and then, and, and I just went backstage and I just insulted everybody. I'm like, you fucking suck. You don't deserve to <laughs> oh be here. That's the worst I've ever been to. Your act was shit. And, I, and the whole hot and, mic. And, and it's it, it's a, it was a 600 seat theater too. Wow. And, and I just destroyed my entire. Career that and, 2,000 people town. You must have been talking the town for. Yes, yeah. and 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 the thing is, and that's when you moved to Thailand. <laughs> that's when you got after, laid. after this, that's I stopped. I stopped performing for a year. I just I couldn't perform. I didn't have oh the strength to perform. Sure. Wow. And, Sorry, uh, yeah. and I started performing again after I went to the US. That's when I went to the US. I performed again. Wow. Um, and but after I insulted everybody backstage. Do they understand though? But then so you they, don't know did. that the audience now knows. I don't knows. know, that's exactly it. So you come out here. And then the audience is not laughing at a single joke. Like I come like back and, and they're just like hating me and I'm like, I don't understand. And I'm like, all right, yeah, so we have another so, act? 
It was going oh so well. Before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And who, told, who, told, who broke it to you? That's your it was. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was my. Uh, it was my. My father. Good. Who yeah. had? Who had? Who? Who told me the next day? So I didn't even know. Oh my uh, God! So uh, no. I would write Charles. Because on on that day he had oh he God. had a because the previous year I had done so well that he was like, you know what, for this year I'm going to invite the entire family, whoever I can think of, I'm inviting them. Oh my God! And so and and how so long, how long of a hot mic? Huh? How long of a hot mic? The whole guy said like the whole time. How long? No, no. I, th- I think he realized at some point that he turned. I actually don't know how long. Yeah. But oh, yeah, probably a good 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. Which is a lot when you insult and so, people. And your straight. entire family is there hearing you be a dick. Yes. So they're all disappointed. Uh, the, the, he's, not he's a justified asshole. I, I, no, I, I know, but his parents. Yeah. No, but I, I was I was fifteen, yeah. and yeah, right. I, I don't think they had ever heard me swear before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Sure, sure, sure. And as of now, they're hearing all the insults I could possibly think of. Yeah. Like and 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 yeah and for because for the first half. I, I could see my parents in the audience, and for the first half, when I was doing well, my dad was like, yeah, "That's my son. Yeah, that's my that's my son." And then, in the second half, she's got I mean, a bag. Oh my god, that's terrible! Dude. And it's a horrible feeling, yeah. dude. That's a really heavy bomb. Yeah, because when I, when I was in the car after the show, I was like, "So how did I do? What do you guys think? What do you guys?" Think? And, then, and and my dad was like, "I'll tell you later. I'll I'll, I'll just let you know later what happened." Yeah, yeah. But do you, do you think that bomb is like? What's, I don't even know, but like parallel to your uh, you get like, you're, six, you're, six. like you're comp- you're almost like not compensating, but like you're you're from you're you're you you're from that place that's so low, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you, had, I mean, you six, had to really prove yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean when, when I went to the U.S. So when I came to China, I had to start from zero, anyways. Yeah. So. But that really taught me to just be nice in general to people backstage. Mm-hmm. Since then. Because, be, because before, young, that's no, because I'm, I'm a huge perfectionist. Like for me, I, I, I love when everything is yeah, perfect. We yeah, we like, and, uh, and I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not very forgiving towards that. But I think it's fine to be a perfectionist and a dick as long as the, as long as the final product is the good. Outcome is like, it, it justifies you being sure. a dick. Yeah. Like if people are like, oh yeah, he's a dick, but just look at. Right. <laughs> Look at the result. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you're a dick and the result is shit, it's like I'm not working with this so, guy. So yeah. Is this why every time I've seen you perform, you brought on your own mic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, even when he does raw, he's yeah. got his own mic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna use my mic. Yeah. No, because it's uh, it, it's just it's annoying to request a mic like this, yeah. and people are just like they just they, they don't think of it because usually right. you know if you're like the the comedy magician of the group. You're just you'll, you'll be outcast, like as in people don't. They, they That's just not why you're the outcast. No, they just think he, he, he was a mic. <laughs> <was a, he laughs> no. Why can't you do magic with that and, and a stand that 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 doesn't change heights? Like, yeah. <laughs> so well, I mean, yeah. it, it makes sense for you to. You're doing something different, so yeah. you need to like. We're not gonna like change things to. We don't even have one of those mics. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. So it, it makes no, sense. And I, I don't expect you to. Yeah, yeah, I don't expect you to, to accommodate. So. That, so yeah, let me just pull that out of my box of like you know. Should I bring it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so prepared. Right. (laughs) You barely bring yourself to the show. You're not gonna fucking bring other paraphernalia. I'm paraphernalia. So Charles, what's like, uh, what's like your long-term kind of goal? Like, do you want to get? Because like you're legitimately world-class magician. Mm -hmm. So would you want to do like Las Vegas or like? Uh, I mean, America's Got Talent. No, no, I don't like America's Got. I I don't like shows that compare acts. Like I don't think you can. I don't. I think it's so tough to. To say, oh, that juggling act is better, better than that the magic act. Yes, it's yeah. so tough to compare. Like for me, I, I can't compare that. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's why I don't. I'm not a big fan of America's Got Talent. But having yeah, having a residency show is something that I really enjoy. So for example, when when I did that residency on on Kaosan, I I just even even if sometimes we had like two people per show, you I just loved it. Yeah. It was, uh, or when mm-hmm. we did the residency at the Comedy Club Bangkok, just every every Saturday and Sunday, just a show, two shows a day. I just love that. Yeah. For me, I, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I like the residency kind of a concept thing. Uh, you like it more than touring? Yeah. Touring, touring. Well, as a magician, it might be hard. you gotta bring uh, props around and all that. Touring, touring is fun when you get to meet the fans, but the after. But the whole process of traveling, setting up a new venue. How scared are you to like uh, leave like one of your things somewhere? Right? Like you got all these props and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh fuck, I forgot my birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. uh, you, you do you done Nepal, right? You in Nepal? Yes. Hey, you ever reach in your pocket? To, you ever reach in your pocket to grab a bird and one of your fingers goes up its asshole? You know what would suck is because uh, like you do that one trick where you switch the real bird for the dummy bird, yeah, and then you go like fly, and then it falls to the ground, and people are like, "Oh my god, the bird's dead!" And then they realize it's fake, and then it's funny. Yeah. You know what would suck is if like a bird died, something like it suffocated in your jacket. And yeah, you're like, fly no, away. I'm, and then I'm, I'm very careful for, for that. It'd like, be I mean, funny if it died suffocated sure. in his jacket. No, like, if if one of my birds just just looks, I have like understudies for each. So pretty much, if I use six birds, and I have uh, now, I have only seven birds, but uh, but I, I used to have. Um, no, but you let them know every day that they're replaceable. Right. <laughs> yeah. They shit together. No, but it, yeah. Do they have rankings like you got QB one and like you no, got no, the backup? Do you feed <laughs> more like a bird versions? No, it behaves. What's what's the pecking no. order? They, they have. Their <laughs> <own>. <laughs> we just asked them six different questions. No, but, <laughs> no, but they, they have the, they have their own names. They each train, and they are each trained for one production. Like they will always do the same trick, yeah. because they are trained for that. Like if I make them do something else, then they're just confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are trained to do one thing and one thing. They have and, a bird brain. You so. you train them? Yeah. No, they come pre-trained in the box. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because you know, there's like dog trainers and shit. No, no, I, I and, uh, train Do you train Tada? No. <laughs> Does he have an understudy? Are you scared of Portuguese people that they might eat your pigeons? <laughs> they do that. They do they eat pigeon pie over there. You know, what, what, c- coming back to the birds thing, when I did that, that residency at the at the comic club, <laughs> that dog, we had. Well, it's not a street pigeon. We had uh, we we had some people are uh, all the people were like uh, a wit. They're so they are shocked right by animal this? cruelty. Yeah, yeah, okay. and they, they just think that. They have seen so many images of, of uh, or like story or heard stories of magicians treating birds badly. Is that real? I've never heard of one magician treating yeah. a bird badly. As, how, as, how, well, how how much is that on your radar? No, but I'm looking for it. No, but I'm not looking for it. for me, for me, uh, for me, I've seen it because uh, because I've I've been in a lot of magic events and stuff, so I can see. Just the normal audience couldn't see it, but for me, I can see. Okay, he's not treating his bird properly. Hmm. A bird's not supposed to look like that. The wing is not supposed to flap like that. Because for me, I treat my birds like royalty. Like they go to the vet like as often as, as I can possibly bring them, and yeah, just, yeah. I make sure that they are treated well. And um, and well, yeah, and and because of that, on when I did that show, those shows, I had some people come up to me saying, "Okay, your show was very good, but I just I, I don't like the birds because I, you're not treating the birds well and stuff like that." I'm like, "No, you, don't, you first of all, no," and I'm treating them very well, and they're like, "It's not okay to have birds as pets," and I'm like, "Yes, it is." You get because you, you. What else is this bird going to be doing? You have children. You, you, you have, you have, no, but you have a cat as a pet, and you're raising a cat. What? Why is it like for cats, me? I'm, cats I'm, murder birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I'm raising my I'm raising my birds. Everything you wear how, uh, how long do are they pigeons or doves or doves. what? And what the fuck is the difference between a pigeon and a dove? The size. Okay. 
Oh, there's a totally different dove? species. The yes. dick size yeah. dove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A dove is nowhere even close yeah. to a pigeon. A dove's like a white. Well, I thought it was like a white pigeon. No, it's not. Um, okay, oh, so then my actual question was like, how long do they live? Um, 12 to 15 years. Oh, really? Yeah. How big are the dicks now? <laughs> do they have dicks? No. We, uh, how, do, how do pigeons fuck? It's weird, actually. Like, she, so she, she's like that, and he just climbs on top, and then he just shakes his butt, kind of, yeah, like, yeah. hoping that two holes, like, collide together. They got it's dicks. So You've never seen a duck, but duck they're, like, retractable. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. that squiggly dick that yeah. comes out. You've never seen a pigeon get laid? No. <laughs> like, dude, you want to see the video? Stay, I got some on my phone. Stay, 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 stay a little bit after the show. I'll show you. We'll hang out on the balcony. Me and Chris get together every Tuesday night and watch pigeons for fun. Bird watching. Bird watching. Charles, I know you um, I know you enjoy your fans and you love traveling um, also. Um, is there any place you perform that... Um, What's your number one place? Yeah, what, what, what are your what's what's the place what, that you haven't been to yet? Yeah, what place do you enjoy the most? I enjoy Singapore a lot. Performing in Singapore is there. Because, well, lots of so much money. It's also where we have the most fans. Uh, so oh, yeah. in Singapore, we can sell out the theater. Yeah. Oh, wow. And nice. in, uh, in... Bigger show, bigger I think fun. in Vietnam, we could too. But I... May, may I tell that story in Vietnam? Yeah. <laughs> so we, well, we, first of all, I just want to say... Let me just preface Singapore, it by saying... Yeah. Uh, the guy that... Are you talking about, uh, let's not trying to use names, but I, the guy that organized your shows, um, I have seen him do good work, though, for sure, just to, in yeah. his defense. Yeah. Okay, no, I've seen him do good work, too, and in his defense, it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Totally. So, but uh, he's the one I'm blaming it on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, so in, in Hanoi, we were, uh, so I, I was scheduled to do one show in Hanoi and the following day, one show in Ho Chi Minh, right? Mm. And uh, tickets go on sale, and Ho Chi Minh sells out very fast. And in Hanoi, it doesn't, like, tickets are barely picking up. Like, nothing is picking up. And, uh, and I call the promoter, and he's like, yeah, dude, I've been, I've been trying to promote every single day for the past two weeks. I'm like, okay, right, well, why don't I see any results? He's like, I don't know, it's weird. I, I, just, I can't find your target audience or whatever. And, and I, I couldn't get what was going wrong. And two days before I go to Hanoi, we had probably like 40, 40 no, no, 30 sales, let's say. And uh, it was a 500 seat theater. So, <laughs> so we all heard 30 and we're like, that is a <laughs> <laughs> right? crowd. Oh, that's a great idea. It's yeah. a fucking it's crowd. It's a 500 seat theater. And, uh, and, and two days before that show, that guy is like, hey, I'm having some family issues, so I have to fly back to Canada. But don't worry, this guy is going to take over. And so this guy takes over. I can say his name because he didn't do anything bad. And uh, his name is Greg. And so Greg takes over. He's taking over the project. And, uh, and I, I discovered Greg's personality. Uh, no, oh, I thought no. Greg was the guy I was defending. Yeah, no, that's the one you were defending. The but, original guy? Yeah, yeah. He's the guy who took over the. Sh what? Oh, anyway, Charles, just keep going. Oh, I was, okay. oh my bad. I was defending. I was defending Greg, but no, it's Greg. Yeah, yeah Greg Anderson. Yeah, Greg's yeah. great. Hi, Greg. And uh, he came. He came in at the end to clean up the mess. Oh, I would say Greg took it initially. Then Greg took over the the promotion. Oh, I thought you said Greg was the original promoter. No, 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 no. Greg was gotcha, the original. Gotcha, so Greg took over, and he just took over this huge tour date over just like that, just like having no idea what to do. And Greg's that was hilarious. fine. So he was the one who was going to handle me around and stuff. And so he's, he doesn't do any promotion because he's like, yeah, that's, that's not my show. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm just here to make sure everything goes smoothly. And, uh, and I get sick the day before too. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm dying. I'm, I, have, I have like a cold and stuff and I, I didn't sound good. And, and Greg just did his best to, to be nice. Uh, but what else happened? Yeah, so we arrived in Hanoi and... Uh, and I'm backstage 
in this huge theater, right? And, a, lot, a lot of echoes, yeah, a lot and, of crickets. And, and, Greg, and I can hear Greg. Greg tells me, oh, by the way, when, when your show starts, I have another show, so I'm going to head out. Okay, by the way. No, and that's fine. Because I'm going to go hit this open mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he had this open he's mic. He's immediate. He's funny. He's he had this he's open great. mic. And, uh, and yeah, and so he's like, okay, I have, I have to be on set at 8.30, so your show is at 8, so I'm going to head out. Just, yeah, but good luck. <laughs> so it's funny. Um, and... And for me, I, I was so, just setting. I was just setting up my props behind the curtain. I couldn't see anything. And then, when I'm about to step on stage, Greg, I I can hear Greg welcoming the audience, and I can hear them. They are 13, 14, and they, and and he's like, "Hey, hey, fucking come in. Hey, just just fucking sit here. This guy's fucking great, by the way, Charles." Is, so he's, <laughs> he's like, he's saying bad words to the audience. Fourteen years old. Yeah, and I, and I tell Tara, "Hey, Tara, go get Greg right now, please." And then and I tell him, "Hey." We'll swear the audience. He's like, okay, fucking okay, okay, got it. Okay, yeah. all right, okay. fucking got it. Okay, dude. okay, yeah. fucking got it. Okay, he's my, and, my favorite. And before I step on stage, he's like, all right, Charles, uh, I need to tell you something. It's not full, but it's not bad. Okay, <laughs> it, lo it looks it looks almost full. All right, because we got a lot we got a lot of door sales and stuff, so it's it it looks kind of full. Okay. Curtain opens. There's 34 people That's in a 500 seat theater, and they're all spread it's like, out. Or are they all like they, they were all in the front section, but the, but the front yeah. section is 200 seats, so yeah, it's yeah. like they're still already spread out there. Yeah, and it's just so, and it, it's a show that that was that was just so horrible because I was uh, I'm sick. I'm holding my cough as much as I can. And you're pissed off. I'm, I'm pissed off, and uh, and I'm and like the jokes are landing, but it's like the joy is taken away from you. The joy is taken away because. And it's good that the following day we had Ho Chi Minh where everything was sold out. It was a 150 seat venue, but it was sold out and then just, yeah. And what pissed me off is that the following week I came back to Hanoi to do another show. And I was stopped in the street and at my hotel by people who were like my age and who said, Hey, Charles the French, hey, I love what you do. Hey, let's take a picture. And I was signing autographs and taking pictures and then. And, 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 I, and I was like, oh, I did a show last week at, at the big theater. And they said, oh, we didn't know. Jesus. Like, none of them had any idea that I was doing a show. Uh, yeah. They said, otherwise, we would have come otherwise. Good production. Yeah. So that was, uh, it was... Uh, so don't trust promoters. I, I got a Greg story. Um, I went to headline there. Not um, at the 500-seater. No, no. I went to go headline. Um, <laughs> I've been there three times, and I've, every time I've been there, it was to headline something. Uh, he helped me with that tour, that one I did. Yeah, I don't know what he calls it a tour. It was, it was a festival. It was, was it, I don't even yeah, know, it, it was a Hanoi tour, it was like a tour of like different... Hanoi comedy tour, but it all happens in Hanoi, how is it a tour if it yeah. all happens? Because it was at and different all, venues. All the venues all across from each other too, how is... They were, they were too far apart, dude. <laughs> yeah. Stop, hey, stop, all right, sorry, okay, we can't all go on world tours, right? I, it's the it's Hanoi, Hanoi comedy tour. festival, no, it's good to have a festival. But, uh, but here's the thing, it was, um, so he picks me up from the airport, the first time I meet him, he picks me up at the airport, all right, he's on his motorcycle. He's on a Britney motorcycle. And he's like, "Hey, man, welcome to Hanoi." I like, I get out of the airport. It's like seven in the morning, dude. And like, I walk out and I'm looking for this guy, and I see this big, tall, white dude with sunglasses. And he's like, "What's up, man? Are you fucking Chris?" I'm like, "What's up, Greg? Nice to meet you." He's like, "Welcome to Hanoi, bro." And then he hands, I'm like, the airport door is like right there, right? Mm. And he hands me like a joint and a bag of weed <laughs> and a grinder. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, come on, let's, get, let's take you back to the hotel." And like, he immediately gave me drugs. Takes me back to the hotel and fucking uh, take me back to a burger place. That's amazing. Just uh, that, like that level of just like taking care of. Uh, Greg is just, He's and, nice. He's nice. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like accommodating or when you're doing comedy or when you're touring or doing whatever, and you have a guy that's gonna, you know, literally go out and 
yeah. take time and just hang out and you be your friend like that's such a cool and then we Twing got is, fucked up touring is fun you toured India oh my god I didn't tour I just I did Calcutta and I did you uh, toured I did, Calcutta yeah I did two shows mm-hmm. um, there's seven shows I saw the pictures yeah it, was, yeah. it looked like a, a gym room like so a, like one of them <laughs> it was an event at a university uh, I forget the name of the university but uh, it was the political science this is faculty in, this is in Mumbai no this is in Calcutta. Calcutta I'm sorry right um, and so um, Nassif actor our buddy um, he was the one who like brought me over, and so he was like, "So we're I'm judging this comedy show from the political science faculty students, and, uh, and they're like, why don't you just be a judge as well? And then after that, we'll go on and perform. And it was like a giant room with like I don't know at least like 300 seats that kind of thing, and everybody was just kind of sitting at the back, and there was like I don't know maybe like 30 people, and then uh, these like comics go on. There was like four of them." And it was like a competition, and uh, they go on, and then like they're not speaking in English; they're speaking in Bengali with like a few English words thrown in and some Hindi, and they're like all of them are just bombing so terribly. And the first one, like I don't know, so I'm like, well, I was like, nice, I'll just be what I'll just do whatever you do. But I was like, so is is he? Is are things different in India? Like, is he? He's bombing right now, right? <laughs> oh yeah. And then like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's fucking bombing. This is terrible. Yeah. And then the funniest thing was the, there was a, an MC, but she had a prepared script, and she obviously wasn't like a comedian or anything. She was like the president of something, like of the student union or some shit. I don't know. But uh, she goes up and she was like, "Oh, thank you for that scintillating satire." And she had like these uh, like weird like, and then she was like, "Oh, that's just prodigiously funny." And she like this, and like going like about how amazing it is, even though they were all yeah. bombing. And then uh, the room got like fuller and fuller as this was happening. So now by the time I'm going on stage, they, like they told me right before, they were like, "You are not to use any swear words," and I was like, "Well, that's most of my act." <laughs> so I just went up and did crowd work, and uh, like I killed. Like it was a good show. Uh, I did the Prophet Muhammad joke because it's a big like Muslim region there, and uh, well, that yeah it, that it killed. Um, it so, probably yeah, works great. Nasser is Muslim. Nasser is Muslim. He is. Yeah, he is. Well, he told me he was like, do that Muhammad joke. It's yeah. gonna work here. Um, yeah, and it did, and it was fun. And I said at one point, I was like, oh, it's nice of you guys to like cheer and everything. Would would have been cool if you could have done it for the kids in the competition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Nasif went on, and so like I like it, I did well. Like it was a good show. Um, but then Nasif went on and murder. Nassif I didn't understand sure. a word he said. Obviously, it's all yeah. in Bengali. Yeah. Because but uh, it was like it was crazy lit. Beast. Like he's a beast. He, yeah. he's, he's a beast in Hindi. Yeah. 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 For sure. Because I, I saw him perform in English. It's not as good. But right. when when you put in front of an Indian crowd, he's just destroys. And he's not and, and, his real and sense of humor. So to his credit, he's not terrible. He still can hold. He's capable in English, but yeah, it's, like it's, it's obviously in his third language. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well no, he's capable, but in Hindi, he's yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so it's just Bengali. Actually, how many Bengali. how many how many places? But he in does India? both. How many yeah. places in India have you done? Uh, five. Uh, name one. name. So we started. Oh, I mean, I could, I could, yeah, just tell you. Hey, wait, by the way, I wasn't done. And then after that, I did an open mic. I had like the open mic. And I did pussy smells, and they laughed at every accent except Indian. 
They were like, we do not sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't notice I just crushed at all other seven pussy jokes. Yeah. So I'm pretty certain you sound like yeah, that. Yeah. You laughed at my Mexican. Yeah. This Indian, you know, is going to be accurate. You, so you've done Calcutta. So I, I started with, uh, it, it was actually funny to, touring India because it, it went it went crescendo. It went from being from being my, to the best. my worst touring memory to one of my best. So we started with Kolkata. Which is a shithole of a city, by the way. It's, it's the a shittiest place city, I've ever been to. But the, the, the people are fantastic. People are fantastic. Uh, and when Nassif wasn't the one welcoming me, it was this guy called Raj Gupta. Yeah, I know him too. Yeah, I mean, Raj, so nice. Yeah, super nice. They're, they're all super chill. And they all just like, all the comics just come hang out at Nassif's place. Yeah. yeah. And then just have like a hang sesh and they just make fun of each other and banter and shit. Yeah. And it's, it's great. They asked me, they're like, they're like, what is your honest uh, opinion of this city? And I was like, honestly? And, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, you guys are fucking really cool, and the food is amazing, but this is the biggest piece of shit city I've ever been to in my entire life. And they were like, we know. <laughs> That's why we want to leave. <laughs> no, it, it is. Uh, so we landed in Kolkata at, at, at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m., and Raj was waiting for us at the airport. And uh, we go to the hotel that was booked under my name, yeah, right. So it's, it's booked on the on the Charles, and we we arrive, and then uh, we're, and the receptionist is like, oh, uh, the, the foreigners, Mister the French, the, the foreigners. Ah, okay. We only accept Indians. We don't have a license for foreigners because that's how it goes for hotels in India. It's like if they're like one or two stars, they need to have a license for foreigners. Three stars and above, they can welcome foreigners. Um, that's kind of funny. It's like we yeah. don't want to show the foreigners how shitty things are. Yeah, here. and and, yeah. and we didn't know that because because yeah. Nassif told me, "Don't worry, I'll put you, I'll put you up in a luxury room." Which for Rel- that relative, yeah, nice. which for for him meant that I have my own bedroom and my own bathroom. That's what luxury meant. Yeah, yeah. and that's not what I understood. <laughs> yeah, just sorry to pause real quick. So Nassif's apartment is like big, <laughs> it's like big but it's basically like kind of like this apartment. So, but like older and shittier, and it's in kind of like you got to go through a slum to get to it. Sure. But then yeah, this yeah. is kind of like upper middle class for of there. Of course, yeah. So to me, it's like the it was kind of like the first apartment I had uh, when I was like twenty. Yeah. Like it's that kind of vibe and that level of like cleanliness and shit. And then the other comics are like, "Yo, Nasif is super rich." And I was like, "That's <laughs> what this is what rich is." Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so 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 we we go to that hotel. They reject us. Then we go to another uh-huh. hotel. They reject us again because we uh, uh, Raj was trying to follow a budget that Nas had given him, pretty much. Right. Nas okay. had given him, and so we then we go to a hotel and we're like, "Do you accept pointers?" And I like, "Yes, we accept pointers." And then uh, what's your worst room? <laughs> and then we, we, we walk up we walk up to the hotel. They accept pointers, and then we're like uh, we're, we're like, "Here's our passport," and he's like, "Oh, they're from Thailand." Sorry, the only Asian pointers we accept is Indonesian. So sorry, no, we, we can't. You guys can and no. And so I, I remember we walked. It was four a.m. We walked in dark Kolkata with no lights. It was the flashlights of our phones with two heavy suitcases with Raj, and we're trying to. We walked for like twenty minutes, and it's just we're sweat. We're sweating dirt. Yeah, it's so, yeah. so we're, dirty. We're dirt. sweating dirt. Wow. <laughs> and then we 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 arrive at an oil townhouse. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we and and we, we enter and then we arrive at the reception and the the receptionist is just just has his bed behind the reception, 
and we, we ring the bell and he's like okay hello welcome to the and he goes from sleeping to being uh, the and so he, he puts us up and wow. uh and what was funny is uh we we get into our room with tada the bed sheets had holes in them and uh, so the, 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 the door could barely open fully because as soon as you opened the door, you were you were touching, touching the bed. Uh, no, the, the bed was so big, like the bed was so big compared to the room, and the bathroom was bigger than the bedroom, which is like, how is it? So weird. Yeah, and no hot water too. So, and no, like the water was like in a bucket, and you had like to take like, yeah. like that. And so following I'm that... Soft. I'm soft. I'm soft for that stuff. That stuff bothers me. Following, I mean, I can do it, but it's just like, oh. Yeah, so following that, I called all the promoters from Mumbai, uh, New Delhi and, and Chennai and I was like okay guys listen I'm in Kolkata right now and I can't take it anymore um, so just update me just upgrade me to four or five star hotel right now I don't care if it goes over budget I'll pay for it but I, otherwise I'm not coming to the cities I'm flying back to Thailand yeah and so um, good move yeah and so for New Delhi they put us in a YMCA which was fine <laughs> it was okay for was it, five stars was yeah it, was it fun to stay there <laughs> It was fun. Sorry, YMCA in New Delhi. That's M- Mumbai, Mumbai was fun, but they changed venues last minute. Okay. Meaning that an hour before showtime, that I hey sorry the venue is flooded, so we're moving to this venue that's like twenty kilometers away. Oh wow! So it's like the audience doesn't. Yeah, and we we were doing we did two shows. It, it was a small. It was a 20, 20 people venue, so we was we did two days in a row. First show there's like six people, and uh, second show was full. Um, and then I called the promoter for the last city, which was Chennai. Uh, I told him, okay, dude, I'm going to take up my hotel on my own, okay? And I just booked the highest hotel I could find in Chennai. And we were like royalty. It felt so good. Wow. And it felt good because... Chennai is a cool city. Yeah, it felt good also because it's, it, was, it was a 200-seater. We sold out. Yeah. And it was also the best show. Like, <laughs> it went from being shitty in terms of audience to in terms of amount of, yeah. of audience who came. The, every audience was great. It's good that it went that way instead you, of the opposite. Yeah. When you feel like royalty, do you make sure other people feel that, like, they know that you feel like royalty? condescending. I mean, that's generally how Did you ever do Dasha? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Did you ever do Bangladesh? Ever that do was Dasha? canceled because of. Uh, oh, yeah, I may tell that story. We were supposed to go to Dhaka after, mm. and, uh, and the, the, the promoter was just so unprofessional. He wasn't professional, but he was—he was this kind of guy who told us, "Hey, don't worry, I'll take care of everything, mm-hmm. visas and everything and stuff like that." Blah blah blah. blah. Was his name Greg? No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and one week before we go, we—I call him and I'm like, "Hey, where is our visa?" And he's like, "Oh, your visa, right, 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 right. Your, your visa." I forgot. <laughs> let let me let me try to use a connection. And what it takes two weeks to get a visa. Yeah. It takes two weeks to get one. I don't understand why like. Shitty countries make it hard to and, come in. And also, <laughs> and also the, the, the plane tickets are more expensive to go there. There's yeah. no low-cost airlines to go to, yeah, to go to Bangladesh. Yeah. So I had to take Thai Airways, and, and of course it was so expensive already. I couldn't really, I had to budget the entire tour myself, so I couldn't really afford much of it. And so I lost... And once you get there, there's not a lot of money there. I, I lost 21,000 baht on plane ticket that I never saw again because wow. of that visa issue. And we had to cancel the, the tour date. But so you mean wow. from the whole tour, you're twenty thousand baht in the hole, or just well, no, you know, he, no, no, he, he booked a flight, but yeah, it was twenty thousand baht just for those plane tickets. Yeah, yeah, but you made more than that from the tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you yeah, went to uh, a, this one. Hey, did you uh, when you were in India? Did you get did you get diarrhea? 
No, I did not. I was yeah, surprised. Me neither. It was weird. I was eating yeah. like street food. Yeah. I was eating everything. Like Nasa was like, try this shit out. It's called Parpichat. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. And the dude like making it is like handling money. Yeah. And it's an unsanitary kind of city oh, in oh, general. And I was just, and I actually like, I got constipated, which was weird. I was like, this is the opposite <laughs> of what was advertised. I think it's because our stomachs are so used to Thai yeah, street yeah. food that like we built We're up stronger. immunity to. Did, did he take you to that place? He took me, uh, when, when we just landed, he took us to that late, that restaurant kind of late before going to the hotel. It was a restaurant where you, they, they give you chai tea. Mm-hmm. In like, like every a, in, in like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they give it like in a, in a bowl, and and it's like tradition type of thing. So you drink it, and then you break the bowl on the floor. And yeah, we did go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, I, I went to wash my hands, which is which is apparently is a, is something that unusual there. <laughs> so I went to wash my hands, and I look at my foot, and there's a rat this big smelling my shoe, mm. and I'm like. Mm. It's like half rat, half hyena. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and it just scared me, but apparently it's just normal. So things like nah, everything, uh, it's just... <laughs> it's, everything is so like relative. You realize that because like coming back from India or the Kolkata anyway yeah. to Bangkok, I'm like, whoa, Bangkok's clean. Bangkok's clean. clean. <laughs> yeah, it's clean. It's kind of nice here. Yeah. Rats are smaller. Yeah, less aggressive. Yeah, they're rat size. So wait, I, uh, like, so I had a question for you, Charles. So like, you say. Uh, when you do a tour, you do shows, you go like, we have fans there already. Yeah. yeah. So are these, they're fans of your YouTube? Yeah. And then, do they know, like, what to expect? Because your YouTube stuff is not magic or music for the most part. They, they so, have no idea, no, no, they have no idea that, that we're going, they're going to see a magic show. Yeah. They, they just think they're going to see a stand-up comedy show type of thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's... So it's a good surprise. It's a yeah. It's right. cool. At least they're pleasantly surprised. Because well, he's funny too. I'd be happy if I went to go see somebody and they also did magic at any time. Right. If right. I went to a dinner and a chef oh, was shit. like also, <laughs> I'd be like, this guy's amazing. This guy's the sick. guy parks my car and he's just also. That's your tip. That's your shit. I think that the, the the next store I do whenever I get to do it is going to be better because it's i never had that feeling of going touring and this time because the next one is is, uh, is musical comedy so it's with having people knowing the lyrics yeah that's a feeling i have yeah we're gonna crash that song does stick in your head do you when you uh making the special yeah and doing visual wise like this um how like Man, it, to me, it always, just talking about somebody who won't do it, it just seems overwhelming. So how did you get yourself to that place where you're like, all right, I'm just ready to just put out these shitty songs to be judged? I just threw in. See, I was I made I was mean to you because I'm so. Because honestly, I'm intimidated. Like I'm glad that you did it, but I'm also wondering like, how did you get there? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the way I phrased it because I felt like <laughs> I'm just high, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm just well, high. You're gonna freak. I'm gonna pull like Chris because I'm high too. You're allowed to bust balls. I think he'll freely grant that uh, his songs are shitty. They're shitty on purpose. They're shitty on purpose. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, so, I would say they're not cold. Shitty's not the right way to think. Shitty's not the right word. It's yeah, more it's like they serve it. They're self-destructive. They're stupid on purpose. They're like. It's actually difficult to make a shitty song. It is. Like making it purposely silly with the lyrics and the timing and stuff to try to get the last here and there. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a tough exercise. How did you find your voice though for it? 
How, uh, <laughs> how did you find your voice is fucking bizarre? Yeah, I used to sing in the shower as a boy. Always singing in the shower. Well, how about yeah. what's, what's your, what's your you least favorite word? <laughs> <laughs> when did you know you were done? When did you know you were done? You had enough songs. You knew you, you knew these were the songs that I was gonna put, yeah. and you made transitions for each one. Duh, yeah, and then you edited oh, everything that, but after you, sh you shot and edited. Yeah, how do you feel? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, how, how, how do you know you you're done? How do you know you're done? Uh, well, I, I, mean, I know. <laughs> yeah, when I did a sketch with you, and I was like, "This is the last one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was shot right here in this. I was shot right here. Right how, here. how many cuts did it take to make it look so awkward? It took a while. It took. That wasn't. Didn't take long because of me. You couldn't keep a straight face. This one shot, I have to look at him like like this seriously, and he was just laughing the entire time. So how many takes did like? So that scene is like thirty seconds longer than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Because he came to the office to shoot his Thai bro history on Friday, and so he showed up a bit late. So we started shooting at like five. What is this like, fucking trash? No, but hang on. Though. So it was yes. it was uh, like around sunset. Uh -huh. So the lighting re looked really cool, and then by the time we were done, it was pitch dark out. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was your, those were your that was, that's a situation you created. I didn't create that situation, but I showed up and I'm, and I'll take responsibility for. It. Well, no, I think it turned out really well. Yeah, I think uh, it nice. but he kept so we kept going, we're doing for it in chunks, and he's <laughs> using a teleprompter. Yeah. And so, with a teleprompter. So, yeah, well, you, you gotta get the speed right and everything, so it is tricky. So, so he would like nail a section, and they'd be like, "Okay, we're good to move on." And then it's like we kind of need all of this in the same chunk. And then, uh, so there's one giant <laughs> sentence that ends with the word archipelago. Archipelago, like archipelago. Archipelago, dude. I've been called it. I've been called it archipelago. Just leave it and put a subtitle. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, but I want him to have credibility because he's talking about historical information that's right. checkable. So they if he says archipelago, <laughs> people are gonna be like, "Why the fuck am I listening to this guy?" Oh, you mean that group of islands? Yeah, archipelago. So, so but then. That's, That's the word. That was a New York taxi driver. <laughs> 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 you find the Archipelago. It's like the, the, the casino. But he finally got it, but uh, and this is the take that's going to be in the video. But he's like, and they were fucking around with the other big dicks of the region, like China, India, and the Indonesian archipelago. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, okay. but yeah, I honestly didn't know the word was... I've heard it pronounced archipelago before. Archipelago. <laughs> Listen, me and my family have been saying archipelago for generations. Fuck <laughs> you guys. So anyway, so Charles, so how did you know uh, you were done? <laughs> well, how did you, like, did you, did you like, after, because like, maybe you just, was, were you just writing music and then, um, yeah, you're no, like, no, oh, I, I have enough, you like, noticed I, 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 I was, uh, I was done writing everything in, in April 2021. That's when I was, I was like, okay, you know, all the jokes, all the songs are going to be about that. Then May... August, it was about the music production, like producing all the instrumentals and stuff. And uh, yeah, and then that's when I, I started telling people and like 
So you, for example, yeah. I was like, hey, I just wrote a special and I'm gonna stop filming it. And it took a whole month to film. Were you already calling it a special at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cocky. <laughs> well, I mean, because well, it was a series of songs, so I mean, no, I, I didn't really know what to call it. So it's I an album. It, it's an album, a special. I called it. I called it a musical movie towards everyone because uh, I didn't want to call it a oh, special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the end, it, it was like, yeah, it's just what it is. They just call yeah. it that. I would, I would like to point out that Charles told me that he did the premiere for his video, and he invited everyone except me. No, that's not true. I invited. Well, I definitely Sorry, Charles. I wasn't invited either. I invited everyone who was seen on screen. But because and some people like, dropped, uh, uh, I told Chris, hey, Chris, bring someone, and he went, and he, yeah, yeah. and he asked We me. were, he, I was fucking him in the ass at the time. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, hey, hey you want to go to Hey, yo, if you want, we could do, like, some kind of raw thing where we do, like, because Brian, when his special came out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did this I, thing I where, that at first. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, but I guess it's kind of, know. kind of doesn't make sense because we're not really premiering. But that was that was also yeah, open mic. Yeah. That was the open mic slash Brian headline and presented his movie. Yeah, yeah. so we, I mean, if you wanted to do something like that, we could. That was yeah. a special too. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to. How well, do you when you? Yeah. I'm sorry. I think we should at least show the clip with you and Chris at a minimum. For sure. I mean, just for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, show the other clips we made too. Yeah, that's our bigger for me. The secret clips. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I forgot what I was going to say about the. You guys are talking about doing it in raw, as if no, you were really good at it. My question, I had a question. Yeah. Um, how, so, when you write music, you do you just, get late? No, but you just, <laughs> what is this? You just sit down and write, or what? Do you have to like be in the right? Do you feel it, or do you just sit down and just? Do the inspiration the just strikes at points you can't you can't think of. It's just sometimes I'm on the BTS and someone's gonna faint. I'm like, oh, you're just okay, cool, okay, that's right. Mm. Sometimes it's weird. Like sometimes gonna tell me like someone's gonna tell me a bad news. Like my grandmother died. Yeah, all that thought. <laughs> you have one line, where you, one rhyme that you're just like, that was perfect. Where you just like, out of one of your songs, pick yeah. one where you're just like, super proud that you just like, you know, when you kind of uh, even think yeah, about I don't, it, 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 There's one line that I just love. It's in it's in a song called Put Down Your Phone. And it's just the line is, we are the worst generation ever, but at least in its own way, it brings us together. I don't know, I just love that little bit of finish. I think it's well. I like your rap. Of. The rap one you made was so. The rap one? Yeah, but, I mean, that was my. Because I, I can't rap. I was like, how could I make it? Yeah, but you crushed it, but you nailed it. But <laughs> it also, you looked like an Asian rapper. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. That was so great. You're kind of like a K pop that, <laughs> that alone is a clip that you could just cut out of there and just like play. And, and send it to Lisa from Blackpink. <laughs> yes. Yes. We should be the collab. Yeah, let's talk about the rumors. Let's talk about the rumors that we're trying to start. Right. Do I know you're having sex with Lisa from Blackpink? I heard one of your friends, Chris, is having sex with Lisa from Blackpink. This real dumb stuff. No, but coming back to it was just it was uh, it was a project that I, don't, I I I told no one about it until we were about to film it. It took yeah. a month to film, but I told no one about it because I didn't want to. <coughs> I don't like those people who you know who tell you, "Hey, I have this project, I'm going to do it," and they and they and then they don't fucking and, do it, and, and and they hype it so much. Mm. Hey, I have this movie I'm going to make. Would you be interested in being in it? Or or mm. oh, I'm I'm doing this this huge show. I'm producing this big. I don't know whatever. And, and nothing ever happens. Like it's okay if they, if they tell you once, but when they tell you for every single project, it just annoys me. Sure. I don't want to be like that guy. So I, yeah, yeah. I told nothing until it was Good. ready to be filmed. Good. How much money did you spend making uh, this thing? Two hundred fifty thousand. Jesus. Yeah. So are you, you bought a card? Because right? you bought a card. <laughs> and so you you're, you're you're gonna gonna put it out on YouTube for free. Yeah. So are you expecting to like? 
you just put it out as like I'm proud of this thing. Content. Are you expecting to like recoup your costs somehow? No, I mean, uh, eventually, eventually I will. Uh, eventually, that's the right mindset. In, uh, in in a few months, probably. Uh, but no, no. At first, it was just like I was trying to find the right place to release it, and I think just that's where the fans are. The fans are here, and just they just release sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah man. Just, yeah, yeah. I think that there's options to release stuff. Like yes. I also have plenty of options. Like, yeah, my my yes, only like option remember. to release something is uh, YouTube or Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I release it to my channels. <laughs> I must we just release in my underwear from yesterday. Well, yeah. It's like that's you know that's that's who Charles is. He wants to make people laugh and enjoy themselves. So that's what. It yeah, does. But, but also do, do, doing a special was, was kind of weird because it's like I've been tr doing musical comedy in front of audiences. It's it's tough. Yeah, like, you know it's uh, speak I've, for yourself. I've, I think it's pretty easy. I've, no, I think it's easy too. I think. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm actually lying. You, I get like way more nervous if I'm doing a guitar right? thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, especially when you have a song that, that bombs, that's tough because that, it's a whole song. Like, for example, yeah, like, you, yeah, it, yeah, 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 you can't, like, <laughs> it's like, it's one, like one time I did that Thanks a Lot Bangkok song and yeah. it bombed. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> oh man, I know yeah. all of the words that are coming up and yeah, I know, you know this crowd is not, not going to like it. But then you lean into it though. You double down on that and you make it. Yeah, but it's usually there's something about bombing with a guitar that makes it hurt a lot worse. Yeah. But you, but you should have what you should have done uh, when you bombed with that song was do what Chris did and stand on the pool table. <laughs> <laughs> so just double down on the pool yeah. table. Yeah. I just listen to this shit. <laughs> yeah. I know the, the worst bombing story I have with a song was when it was not really bombing, but. It just got terrible. It was uh, I was opening for Neil Brennan. I've heard about this. <laughs> I was opening for Neil Brennan, and it's such a it was such a weird feeling because uh, so it was Harvey Walden mm -hmm. and I opening for for Neil. Right, right. Harvey got open too. And uh, yeah, and uh, I mean yeah. So because I, I knew that that night, so many people wanted that spot, like that opening, like because opening for Neil Brennan is is nice, and and yeah, so many people wanted that spot, and so I got it. I felt I felt lucky. And then I'm going on stage and I'm doing the perfect love song, which is a song where I talk about Jews and all that. So my, my humor. That's my favorite. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You talk um, about history. Talk yes, about it's, it's a history lesson uh, about me wanting to kill various types of people yes. for love. And uh, and so I'm doing it. And I have a third of the audience loving it. Mm -hmm. I have, and the other two thirds are like, I hate this guy. I can't watch this guy. I no, get off. I can't. And you can feel you can feel the tension. Yeah. And uh, and so and I can see some comedians, like uh, I forgot who it was, but I think I guess they're gone now. But looking at me from the back, going like that could have been me. That could have been me. That <laughs> should have been me actually. What the mm -hmm. fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so it's it's such a weird feeling because you're like, oh, I I have that spot, and and then I can see all these faces. Like, okay, yeah, they do deserve it more. As I keep saying, I want to kill the Jews with you. And and then and then Neil goes on. Neil goes on. He does he does a, a wonderful set, and he does one joke that doesn't work. Out of his one hour set, one joke bombs, and and he he acknowledges it. He's like, yes, sorry, that joke didn't work. And one guy, one guy shouts, still better than the guy with the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good heckle. <laughs> and and Neil just defended me. He was okay. like, dude, no, don't say that. Like, comedy stuff. He tried. Okay, don't say that. Don't, don't ever say that. 
And then, wow, that's sick. Yeah. Believe, I, but I couldn't believe what Gordy yelled at during your show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he said that. <laughs> it was a guy, I don't know who it was, but, but anyways, after the show, people came to me saying, okay, don't worry, you're different, keep being different. And some people just passed me, like, not acknowledging me. <laughs> Including Neil Brennan. <laughs> no, no, Neil was very You can put this on, on your poster, uh, don't yell at the guy with the guitar. <laughs> Neil Brennan has a quote. He's trying his best. No, but it's because I don't mind bombing with a song. Like I've bombed countless times with songs on Kyle Sound, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, but bombing when in that situation, that's a, it's tough. Because I have a humor, a sense of humor that it's either you get it or you don't. Yeah. It's like if you if you have that sarcastic mindset, then you laugh. If not, then it's just a painful thing. Experience for kids. Maybe two thirds of the audience were from. Well, I have a specific country in mind called the, the Dutch. And <laughs> you bombed tonight. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I was bombing for the Dutch. They don't understand sarcasm. <laughs> I have a problem with that. Really? I'm not racist, racist but so I, I, I've never noticed. There, there are two racist. types of people in this world that I can't stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those who are intolerant of other people's cultures <laughs> and the Dutch. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, 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 he met the same Dutch people I've met. I'll make you Randy, baby. Do I make you Randy? That's the most ridiculous movie you ever made. Yeah, really another bomb I had, I bombed in front of a, a Swedish crowd. Mm -hmm. I did the We're Gonna Crash song. Oh. Not not a single laugh. Where was this? Where was this at? A comedy club Bangkok. They had a... They, they, uh, they had a... Sweden, they, they, they had Sweden. Was that like all Swedish people? Yeah, all yeah. Swedish. They had a Swedish co comic who, who flew in just for that, and he, ah, he was doing a... Right. It was in the Swedish embassy or whatever. And, right. um... And Recently? So, no, 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 2018. Okay. And so, or 2019, and I do We're Gonna Crash, and there's not a single laugh. It's people, they don't, they didn't laugh, they were, they were, laugh, they were laughing and enjoying the magic before that, but when I do the song, they are, when I said We're Gonna Crash, it was more, it was not laughing, it was like, oh, okay, so he's gonna crash, okay, all right, okay. They were just like, yeah, because they like, don't okay. understand right. so, so that's the story. Okay, <laughs> so that's the story. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Okay, and then there's a 9-11 joke in it, and it's like, oh, well, I guess that's what happens when you take a plane, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's 9-11. Oh, we, yeah. uh, we, one time, me, Chris, and Dusty, did a show for the Nordic Chambers of Commerce <laughs> in Chinatown, yeah. and uh, Dusty hosted, and so, like, we didn't know really what we were getting ourselves into. Yeah, we were like so six months in. Like, like, we're like six months into comedy, six months so Chris in. and I are Dusty's like, like Dusty's like a year in, but we're pretty fucking inexperienced. Right. And uh, so it's all these, like, old, rich Scandinavian people, mostly yeah, Swedes. Yeah. Uh, but also Finns, Danes, and Norwegians. Lots of lots of pinky rings. Yeah, and they're they're like rich. Just and so I get that we dressed up nicely. Like I wore we yeah. wore like ties and jackets yeah, and right, shit. Right. How many how many people? Forty-ish, uh, oh, forty, fifty-ish. Yeah. But so, so I get there oh, early, so shit. and I see them out. coming in, and they've been like touring around Bangkok the whole day. They're old people. They're tired now, mm. and they like and, and they come fish. in, and it's like these are fancy, rich people. And I see them coming in, and I'm like, we are fucked. I didn't feel like we're fucked. I thought we were going to do what I felt. I, I felt like this, we got a and shot. Then, and then, like, uh, so we go in, and then, so I, I had all my shit planned. Yeah. Not that it's, like, much more sophisticated now, but at the time, it was all dick jokes. 
a hundred percent. And the and the pussy smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even think I had that one yet. It was all just like uh, the it's just <laughs> shit and yeah. um, whatever. You had one good hockey joke that they yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was like the only thing that that's they, the only thing they, so, they responded to. So like, Dusty, so the, so before <laughs> right before we're supposed to go on. First of all, they didn't know that they were getting a comedy show. It was a surprise. <laughs> it was a there's there, there's no seats. They're standing at tables like it's what? like a networking event. Yeah, it's like and right before we go on, the ambassador of Sweden gets up and gives. <laughs> A speech about how Sweden has a lot to offer Thailand in terms of like infrastructure and stuff like this and eradicating poverty and all this like kind of depressing shit. Yeah. But then we're like, oh fuck, the ambassador's here. And we're kind of going like, I can't say this, can't say this. And then Dusty was like, he was like, look, this is a corporate gig. This is a corporate crowd. Uh, keep it clean, as clean as you can. And if you get little laughs, that's killing in this environment. Yeah. So Dusty goes on and does a pretty good fucking job hosting. Yeah, he he's getting like energy. little laughs, and then uh, and then I go on, and uh, I said one thing. I was like, so I'm I'm Canadian, uh, not American, uh, which is probably disappointing to you guys because your country's always lose to us at hockey. And then they laughed at that, and then I made fun of a guy's mustache, and then they laughed at that, and then I went into my actual material and bombed. I was supposed to do 10 minutes. I did about three minutes and I was like, uh, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> and then Dusty goes back on, kind of wins it back. And then Chris did a long ass set. I just stayed up there. Because he felt like he needed to make up for my time that I didn't do. No, but Chris can't accept bombing. Like, you know, <laughs> bombing, you're like, no, I'll get them back. Yeah. You, can, you can say 40 minutes until you get them back. And he doesn't, <laughs> but well, like, he was having fun up there, even yeah. though he was yeah. bombing. <laughs> and like, I was up there, and it's a tip this, the ambassador had his arms crossed, and he was looking at me like this. And anyway, so Chris kind of like, ate shit for like 17 minutes. Yeah, that was a long set. Uh, he made like an Ikea joke that didn't land. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I called him, I called him Ambassador Thor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I related him to the, yeah. And I said a lot of shit about like, uh, insulted the ambassador. I made a couple dick jokes, like for sure. And that didn't land you, at all. You swore a bunch of times. I swore a bunch. I really didn't change my set that yeah. much. So then the, but you know what I want to say about that is the guy who, the guy who made the decision to put us in there, was super he still he still enjoyed us yeah being there so much because like, he was more of our target audience he's he was, he was like, like a young yeah, dude in his 30s and he felt bad that like listen man like you guys are really cool and that was bad that yeah he I was like, like i set you up for he he yeah he said that which was nice yeah, of him to go nice like i kind of set you guys up for what happened there and i'm kind of sorry i would love to do more shit with you guys yeah, under different cool. circumstances was he laughing though when you yeah, yeah he was yeah did yeah. you call the netherlands yeah. your taint because that's what I called my taint, the Netherlands. And <laughs> <laughs> I had this one Viking joke back in the day. It was like, it was like, uh, it was like, where are you, like, it's a piece of crap. Like, where are you from? Oh, you're from like Norway. Oh, so your ancestors were Vikings. Oh, like, do you know back in the day that when a Viking sailed into like uh, a harbor or something, or, like sailed into like the coast, and there was a little village. They would just blow a big horn and then fuck everyone in the ass, and then I would just make a big horn noise and blow a horn. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's looking at him like, no. <laughs> so and that. then after this, this nice lady came up, like, no punchline. <laughs> yes. Exactly, it's so stupid. Just, I'm like, sorry, but I would have laughed at that joke. You know what time it is? I did it too, except I hate that he's laughing so much. You know what time it is? Well, I know, I look back and like, how, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. Like, you should you should reflect like that 
You don't need to go that back in time. Yeah. But so after the show, this lady came up to us and was like, you guys, you guys were uh, really brave <laughs> for going up there and doing that. That took a lot of courage. Yeah. Which is not what you want to hear. You want to hear you guys were funny. Yeah. And then she was like, maybe, um, just a word of advice, for this type of crowd, maybe uh, take it easy on like the ladyboy jokes and the hooker jokes. And I was like, well, yeah, but those are the only jokes I have. So they got ladies. That's all they got. So they got. You write what you know. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so sweet. Oh, that, no. oh my god, yeah. Well, uh, I had fun today, man. I really enjoyed this. Are you guys, are you guys ready to? Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's wrap her up. Yeah. Thanks for coming, yeah. Charles. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, definitely. Was very fun. Just to recap, Charles has his special. This is absurd. It's on YouTube. Um, so, so one of the fifteen people watching this, if you haven't seen <laughs> yeah. Charles yet, yo, you're gonna see a bad right? boost of thirty-four <laughs> to your subscriber count. No, but this is cool, man. And like, uh, I hope that if anyone from your fan base comes here, I hope they enjoy this and they kind of, you know, they get they get to know you as someone off of, uh, you know, you're a person. You got fucking, you're a real ass dude. And Thank you. Fucking, you're a creator and you make good choices when you're creating comedy. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Let's there. wrap it up. Shows are gonna reopen soon, by the way. The venues yeah. are gonna reopen. You guys are reopening. December? Yeah, well, we're hoping December 1st, but not confirmed yet. And Maybe. we will be doing a, a musical comedy uh, kind of Christmas special oh, near Christmas. I, I hate musical comedy stores. Yeah. yeah you're you're officially quit. Yeah. So keep a look over that. Uh, um, he peaked, and that's yeah. why he just seemed to be leaving on top. I think the only comedy going to reopen again. Is Carlson going to reopen? No idea. I think so. Carlson is, I mean... It's open, but it's already open. You need tourists. How, 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 how do you guys feel about... about Let's close the podcast, then. though. No, 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 I don't think that, that's don't something, I don't know if there's any aspire, aspiring comedians listening, uh, mm. but when it comes to comedy clubs here, I love how the scene is very, you know, there's, it's for everyone. I love how the Sukhumvit comedy clubs are for kind of like the, lo the locals, but I love how as a comedian, we need, we need all the comedy clubs in Bangkok. We need Raw to try new jokes. Yeah. We need Carlson to polish the jokes. Sure. And then we need CCD just for whatever. Just to do a good show. Just, yeah, just, 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 just have a crowd. Just have a big crowd. Just have a big crowd. Yeah. It's the biggest yeah. crowd you can get here. And yeah. then you need that ego flex. You, you do. Go back to the gym again yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. No, but that, that's it. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's good that you I have. It'll get there. And and I think now we all kind of got here organically, but now we get to be. Consciously helping develop it, yeah. so maybe it'll be in a more healthy environment. Yeah, yeah more to come on that. And then also we'll be doing shows elsewhere in Thailand. We'll do Chiang Mai, right? Pattaya, uh, Pattaya, Phuket, Hawaii, and all this kind of shit. Okay, definitely. So yeah, man. Um, yeah. That's the show. Thanks for listening. We hope you guys uh, come back again. Definitely. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're just no, this time I wanted to fuck it. And then. Uh, you know, check out Charles's new special too. He put a lot of work into that. Thank you. He's in it. Enjoy that. Yeah, I'm in it too. He's I'm in forgot. it. You can, you can fast forward that part. You can fast forward that part. Yeah, but uh, that's the show. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Bye bye. Oh, sorry. It doesn't matter. That's next time on the Raga. That's the real ending. See you next time. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. Brought to you by Bangkok's weekly open mic and home for stand-up comedy.